every goddamn week. Welcome back to the GMFU pod. How's everyone doing today, boys? Yeah, we live, baby. Fine and dandy. Love it, baby. You got Sam here, the hostess with the mostest, joined by Eric, Chaz, and Jeremy. How you boys? What's going on, fellas? Hitting this fucking weed pan right now. Mm. The weekend's starting now. I like that. I like Uh doing dope. All right. We got a nice, um, we got a big pod for you guys. Um, We got to make up for last week where... You know, we did our best, but uh, Jeremy and Eric happened to be in South Carolina enjoying a nice little golf trip in the worst hotel in the world in the land of no internet service. So it was a shithole. We got about sure. an hour through a podcast and then their internet just crapped out. So mm-hmm. that was the worst yeah. night of my fucking life. Internet crapped out. My fucking slides got stolen. Just oh, yeah, that's hole. right. Mm. Forgot it's about the worst that. night. Yeah, tough, tough scene. Also, uh, you also got the COVID, or you're quarantining from the COVID. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Boy, ain't got COVID. Man. Nah, COVID. I, mean, I took a test today. Had to mail it UPS next day air and find out either tomorrow or Saturday what the deal is. But I've been fine, so I'm pretty sure I don't have fucking COVID. But hey, you know, I ain't gonna turn down fucking two weeks not going to work. Like that's just. Come on, turn down for what? Exactly. <laughs> about turn down for glug. <laughs> well, let me give you a little bit of a word of advice while you're on quarantine don't try to clean your gutters that does not work out for the best no nah, well i ain't got gutters man you know i just, I just practically i've moved into this motherfucker so mm-hmm. that boy playing with udders though uh-huh. <laughs> play my own son germ got jokes today i like it <laughs> hey does that boy that boy been studying up on his on his one-liners this week <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> boy went out there workshopping at the comedy store uh-huh uh-huh so, yeah, the uh, comedy store. He was at fucking Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up, Chili's? Uh, I thought uh, that was a fat joke. He said that boy was at Arby's. Uh, uh, <laughs> so did I. I guess now Arby's, it is. Arby's hey, let me let me let me fucking touch on Arby's real quick. Fuck Arby's. That place fucking sucks. <laughs> that shit, Listen, that um, shit's fucked me up a the, time or two. This ain't the oh, time no. where we get to argue oh. about Arby's. All right? Yeah, this, uh, this ain't an argument. This is a one time real quick. Yeah, Arby's. I, I remember, I remember visiting that motherfucker with Chaz one time. We had a good old time. We had a bunch of fucking food, and then we finished it with a fucking orange dream sickle shake. And I almost oh died inside that. Fucking we only went because we had coupons from the newspaper. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That shit fucked me up for three days. I couldn't. I'm move. gonna. Okay, well, this is a one time argument. I'm gonna say my piece, and then we're gonna move on. Arby's is the number one seed. Uh, Next topic. No. <laughs> me, That's deleted. Oh. Fine, delete it. Fucking communist it. It ass fucking podcast. Now he so, said number one Z. Yeah, it's it's dead. Good. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's the worst take I've ever heard. My fucking, <laughs> fucking stay love with the worst. Stay down. with the shit takes, Sam. So last <laughs> week, what we were gonna do was a kind of NFL free agency. You know, guess who's going where? Talk about it. Well, since that didn't work and free agency started, now we're basically gonna talk about where people in, ended up and all the stuff that's been going on in the NFL. Cause there is a lot of moving parts right now leading up to the draft and this part of the off season. And what's been a weird free agency because for the first time in, I don't know, probably two decades, the cap didn't go up. It actually dropped a little bit. So teams are doing a bunch of weird shit, but guys are still getting paid. So 
That's true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably a good thing that we waited a week because otherwise we would look like a bunch of fucking idiots with all of our uh, takes about where everybody was going. Yeah, oh my God, <laughs> what a week. God. What a week. I yeah. got a hot take. I got a hot well, take. I looked back at my notes and I was I don't think I was right about anything. Yeah, I wasn't close on any. I thought <laughs> one of them boys just retired. I like Fitzpatrick <laughs> going to Washington, though. That made a lot of fucking sense. He's, he's definitely like a good fit. It, it does. Hey, we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Arby's oh, is the yeah. wet market of fast food, by the All way. Right. We can't, we can't first, That's all I wanted to say. Oh, first, gosh. we got to hit the news of the week. Boys, the Stimmies are coming, it sounds like. It's a Stimmies come, boy. I got mine. Shit, oh, did they come? See, I don't, know. I, don't, I don't get one this time because. Oh, see, man. Uh-huh. I knew this. Uh-huh. How you going to leave with I'm rich? I didn't say that. <laughs> I just don't get one. So I didn't know they were here yet. What do y'all? So I'm curious. What are you guys buying? No, nah, your shit was, went straight to Amazon. That's where your shit went. He said yeah. 90s. For the record, it could have showed up. My wife just told me we weren't getting one, and then she spent the money. There's a very good possibility. Actually, yeah, actually. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you're not getting one because, like, the cat for a joint, y'all, y'all right? filed joint taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cat's 160. Shit, Sam made that by nah. himself. Nah, not so. Katie make twelve dollars an hour. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, ain't no way. We ain't gonna talk about how much money we bring in. That ain't important. Let's just say. Uh, I don't know. Three out of four members of this either. podcast got stimmies. So <laughs> this is three of us broke. So. Yeah, this is this is the Everyman podcast. Yes, sir. Run, so the only married one that, by the one percent dictator. I'm the married one that files jointly, so it's Shit, not. So like, I'm still getting claimed for daddy's apples. taxes. Shit, I don't even pay fucking taxes, man. Don't be saying that shit. IRS can come after the pod, baby. Shit. They don't know my name. What are they going to take? Podcast is just making us zero money. I'm saying I'll take the microphones. Which, yeah, I mean, even if, they, even if it does no, make buddy. money, I ain't, I ain't claiming this shit on my taxes. Uh-huh. Sam already in trouble. So I'm talking about uh-huh. funds. Oh, uh, there we go. Oh. Uh. She said, "You talking about our money?" Hey, hit hit that mute, hit that mute button. Uh huh. Yeah, never give have, This is why man, we can't get one. Man, of these. I'm telling man, you, hey, you talk, have domestic hey, talk arguments. This talk this one. Let's restart. You need a boy. This this is gold for the listeners, though. He took that, that conversation the wrong way. Anyways, that boy ain't never sure getting pussy again. Uh-huh. What are you guys buying with your stimulus checks? Anything special? Uh, drugs, drugs. Hey. <laughs> yeah. get, Crystal meth. Oh, so I'm finna buy the P770s. All right. Are you actually buying them shits? Man, I'm thinking about it, man. Shit? They've been they've been in my cart on TaylorMade.com for the last oh, seven shit. hours. That just sounds like that fucking shit. checkout button. Man, I don't know. Boy, that, boy has one bad week of golf and buys all new clubs. I didn't that have boy a, had a bad week. I had a no. decent week. It was just Eric that had a bad week. Yeah, I had an awful week. <laughs> Yeah, so I fucking right. broke a club down there. Um, nice, just no, one. Yeah, I'm not, not. Yeah, I didn't break it on purpose. Oh. It fucking I hit a ball and the head flew off the club. Because I've um, seen you, I've seen you break a club on purpose. I'm just saying. Yeah, I took I took two clubs to Dick's the other day to get them reshafted, and the one like broke in the grip. So the guy was like, "I've never seen that before," and I was like, "Yeah, it's weird. I don't know how that happened." But then the <laughs> other one, I had to hand to him in two pieces, and I was like, "I'm sure you can guess how this one got fucking broken." He was like, "Yeah, this is what we normally see in here." So. <laughs> <laughs> I said that one. That one called a knee at fucking South Wales Golf Course. Shout out, fucking shittiest golf course I've ever played in my life. On oh, God, I mean it's it's fucking up there. It's 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 right. the Arby's of golf courses. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For the price that motherfucker is awful. 
Yeah, I mean, $50. Yeah, fuck, it's $50 to play fucking... You know what? You know what? I pay it, though, because sometimes I got to play next door. I mean, yeah. I mean, they should be paying you to play there, though, for real. It's just trash. And even when it's not trash, it's submerged in fucking water because somehow they built the only golf course in, like, the mountainous terrain of Virginia that's below sea level, so... It's like it's built in a fucking volcano. What do you call the the hole in a volcano? I can't remember what that shit's called. Nah, nah, it's got a fancy name. I was gonna say uh, like an old quarry or some shit. Gash. The quarry of the volcano. That sounds I'm about to take up, up the thing. Did called... anyone else hear Germ say the fucking gash? <laughs> it <did. laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I thought I was on mute. That's where the Lord goes to party, son. Oh uh, he's sticking in that volcano. This one's this one says it's called a crater, but I don't, I don't believe that. That ain't yes. the word I'm looking for. She's gonna say crawl, baby. Oh, that crawl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So before we get into football talk, I think we need to address something that just recently happened that kind of messes with the landscape we might talk about. So the Does accusations the accusations against Deshaun Watson have come out. They're very fresh. We're recording this at 8 30 on Thursday. So a lot of this stuff's still coming out. Yeah, I mean, I shit has since I wrote, like since I took notes on it, it's a developing story. There's been a lot going on. I took these notes at probably six o'clock. Yeah. So by the time this pod gets out, who knows what happens? Um, I'm talking maybe about. that affects our opinions. Who knows? But yes, that is a it's developing not, story. It's not looking good right now. I know that. No, it's not a good look, but. I'm not going to comment further well, personally it's just, until it's just I kind of know more. People keep coming forward, man. It's not even – I mean, at this point, I don't know what to think. If one person comes forward, all right, I don't know about this. Two people come forward. Ah, this might be – you know, but nine? Nine? Yeah, getting a little nine, like, hey, now. he did it. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah, they're recent, too. It's not like, you know, like the one – the one the, the last one I read, I guess it was the last girl – or when it was originally just three – the the third girl that came out that was in december so like it's yeah. not like it was some shit from his clemson days or whatever like that shit mm-hmm. is super recent um yeah i got yeah there's at the time there was three allegations the one girl said she was so scared that she pooped herself was what? like yeah i'm not i'm not trying to make light of the situation but like i wish that that part wasn't included in the article because now it's just like that's what i centered on Wait, wait. So he's. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, was he doing ass sex? No. <laughs> nah, so gotta get ready for that somehow. So yeah. This, uh, this are we really gonna like, go down this fucking hole right now? The butthole. Well, I got. I got notes on this shit. <laughs> this girl. Uh, this girl that pooped herself. Uh, he forced her to perform oral sex. Fellatio is the right. Now is he part. going a blowjob for the everyman out there? Is he going to massage parlors to get this done? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's the old, you know, like the boys hoping for the happy ending situation where he goes out there and he's, he said that he wanted the, or this is allegedly, he wanted her to focus on like his groin and inner thigh. And then <laughs> this girl said he asked her to focus like just outside of his anus area. So, I mean, hey, whatever. However you get your rocks off, bro, I'm here for it. But, you know, maybe do it with like a consenting adult. And not, you know, a girl working at a massage parlor or whatever. But then apparently, like, he forced her head onto his penis. 
Oh my god! And then so I don't know, it was weird. What a piece of trash! <laughs> it's uh, it's a weird situation. But there's some interesting tidbits about the lawyer that's representing at least those three girls. I don't know if this dude's running the oh. trials for all nine, but like Casey Anthony's lawyer. No, no, so it might be. I don't, I don't know that guy's name, but the lawyer, his name's Tony Busby, which is a Ooh, weird town of name. But uh, allegedly, he used to be Cal McNair's neighbor, and they were apparently friends at one point. I don't know. I couldn't find anything to like back that up. It's all, you know, like claimed to be Cal McNair's friend, but I wouldn't be surprised as shitty as that organization has been run. Cal Ripley. Um, but Busby made his name. For uh, he was one of the lawyers in the litigation against BP in the big Gulf oil spill, the Deepwater Horizon oil spill. We're sorry. And Good move. He got a uh, he got quoted in, in like Forbes or some shit as being one of the most successful trial lawyers of all time, which is weird because I mean I feel like it wasn't hard to win that fucking trial, but yeah, I'm not a lawyer, so come at me, Tony Busby. Ooh, then, what a uh, challenge. He needs to get Jose Baez. That's who Deshaun needs to get next. That should be his lawyer. He needs to go back in time to get Jesse Jackson. That's what he needs. Isn't to that the Jesse Jose? Jackson is who he needs. Yeah, it's, he needs to go back in time and get Jesse Jackson. No, uh, I'll he's tell you who to, he needs. He's trying to say OJ's lawyer. Yeah, yeah, that's not uh, Jesse Jackson. What is that dude's name? <laughs> I thought it was Jesse Jackson. Oh nah, my god, Jesse, Jesse Jackson's Jackson, the Reverend. Jesse Jackson's the Reverend. Oh that was that. Uh, like Sam got me fucked up. It was. Oh my God, Johnny Cochran! Yeah, that's Johnny, Johnny Cochran, son. That's the boy's name. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean he definitely needs. He should definitely lawyer up, but you know he got a fat ass contract, so it's not like he can skimp out on a fucking lawyer. Oh, I just sure, don't fucking get it, man. I'm sure a lot of that's getting voided. So just go mm. get your dick sucked like a regular guy. Look, go you're... to Denny's. Like I don't know why Tiger Woods did it. Go to Denny's. That's all you got to do. Look, all I'm going to say is he's been accused and not found guilty of anything. So. Right. I mean, it's all it's all alleged. But one yeah. more point about the uh, Busby guy is that in 2016, he was arrested for a DUI in Houston. And there was a lot of blowback from that because he apparently the case was dismissed by the DA like immediately. But then uh, he got somehow sentenced to like a year of probation that he apparently completed in eight months, which like yeah. I don't think that's how time works. But, you know, turn up. <laughs> And uh, it came out after he completed his probation that he had donated like 250 grand to the DA's election campaign in 2014. My so, man. Yeah, it was a little, well, little yeah. favor for a favor shit. Yeah, it's all, it's all politics work, baby. He also uh, donated half a million dollars to Trump's election campaign in 2016. So That doesn't help anything. No, that's that's a fact he didn't need coming out. But uh, they're yeah, not asking. Mad here. Like the, uh, the girls that are... <laughs> At least those the original three, they're not asking for any money. They're like they're only asking for five hundred dollars because that's apparently the minimum to involve like the district court or whatever. So it's a civil suit, not even. Yeah, yeah. yeah What's yeah. the point? I mean, I don't know. It, like, I can see both sides of the argument. Like, you know, like I don't know if these girls are full of shit. You know, I would hope that they're not. But with this situation going on in Houston, with like. You know, him obviously not wanting to play there. And then the fact that I think, like, Jesus is the offensive coordinator for the Texans now. Like, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of weird shit going on. The team like chaplain is the president of operations. Is he the next God, Bill Cosby, though? I mean, it's, 
don't know. I mean, yeah, Bill Cosby raped like 70 people. Yeah, yeah but he's already at nine. I was say we're at nine. It's, we're at nine. We're making started. good progress in the week. Yeah. I mean, it ain't over, and we got the rest of the week. When did this story were... break? Was it yesterday or today? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was late you, yesterday. You don't just start doing stuff like that. You've been doing. So. Yeah. Where's Clemson at? you smoking crack. Once again, we're gonna crack. we're gonna Clemson move on. Up, baby. Those are the those are the facts we have so far. Is true or they may not be. You know, it's all. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all. It's it's a legend. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it unfolds. But, but it definitely uh, could have a, a good look. It could have a it could have quite a ripple effect on the league and what a lot of teams are trying to trade for him. So yeah, I just want to bring that up the just as a uh, the league hasn't put a statement out yet, and they were quick. They're, they're they've been so quick since the Ray Rice thing, and they just don't know what to do. Like I, I just I don't get it. Well, I mean, you're you're in a difficult spot too, as far as like the league's concerned, because you know when it was Ray Rice, there was there was video evidence of it that came out immediately, but also Ray Rice wasn't somebody that they were trying to display as like the face of the NFL at the time either. You know, I mean, he was just a running back for the Ravens. Like, well, the Ray Rice thing, you got to remember, the Ray Rice thing, they didn't make a statement until the video got leaked. Right. The whole Ray Rice thing was they had the video and didn't do anything for months. Yeah. yeah. Then the video got leaked to the press, and then they were like, "Oh, we got to suspend him." And then three months. I was later, I was just saying that the NFL has done a a massive correction since the Ray Rice. Sure. Thing. Yeah. 100%. I'm saying like they've usually been, you know, with everybody right. else, you know, Antonio Brown. One chick says something like this, it was over for him. They they stripped him of everything. It's just yeah. They're just well, there was also to pile there was up. also video evidence of Antonio Brown acting effing crazy no, no, no that was even after the fact it may be yeah but again, I, I think, got shit on straight accusations i think so. it all like it, it boils out of like at the time like ab was going through like contract disputes with the steelers and shit and like he wasn't well, you know well, like people knew he was batshit crazy well, though well, they were Sean, they were trying to display him as like this is what the nfl is about like look yeah, at no, our get that. you know figurehead antonio fucking brown yeah but i get that but i'm saying deshaun also has shit going on with contracts and stuff trying to get yeah, yeah for sure I, I just think it's it's eye for an eye and i, I think when there's an accusation there, there needs to be immediate a, an immediate response if you're going to do one person one way you need to do somebody the other uh, agreed sure. and i think that's just my that's just my two cents no no, and you're right to to an extent but i think the other thing is they have to be careful when it's nothing but an accusation with everything that's happened over the past few years with accusations i think that they're treading on a thin line of well like i said they've been overcorrecting so it's like you're going to keep overcorrecting there needs to be there needs to be some type of at some point maybe maybe now they're trying to correct back to the middle well there needs to be there needs to be apologies for certain people in the nfl as well i just feel like there needs to be a better response to these type of things I, mean, I think the uh, the one that you know I think no matter what Goodell knew, does he gets shit on so not not yeah. lately though he's been doing okay lately <laughs> no matter, he, lately. Just, <laughs> he just sits back and counts his billions of dollars but I was gonna say the only one that like everybody in the world knew for sure was gonna come like there was no good to come out of the situation was when Aaron Hernandez got arrested and the Patriots immediately released him and like gave everybody <laughs> refunds on their jerseys they didn't even they didn't even need the nfl to be like hey we gotta yeah. suspend this guy they're like yep no contract for you yeah. we just realized you played all last season you killed two people and we go get 200 yards right. <laughs> still the craziest thing ever to think about that happened in the nfl 100 percent. so aaron That's... hernandez is actually a really good segue to my first point i want to make Chaz. and the first thing i decided to hit on is Probably the biggest news of free agency is the Patriots going completely apeshit. We back, baby. We back. So, 
We back. Not even talking about some of the signings, which some I think were good, some I think were bad. I, I've read this article that this is the most guaranteed money they've given out in 15 years. Different organization, son. Got to do something. Got to flip the fucking script, man. I, I get that. So I'm curious. Are there the any of the I'm, – I'm From a Patriots fan's take, I'm just curious of your thoughts on the signings as a whole, any of them you like, dislike, you know, how you feeling right now? Um, I think they signed two tight ends because one of them for sure getting hurt. I hate, I fucking hate Aguilar. That motherfucker has bricks That's the for one. hands. That's the one. I, right? I don't get they that. They gave him a lot of money too. I don't get I that. Understand maybe... him. I understand signing Aguilar. He had a good year in Vegas. Yeah, no, he did. He but... did better than than the past forever. They gave him like $9 million a year for yeah, two years. it's ridiculous. Well, they gave him $9 million to cut him next year after he doesn't do worth a fuck they, this year. Yeah, but if you look at the contract structure, I was reading it, they gave so much money guaranteed and they'll have so much dead cap that if they cut him, they still got to pay him. It just seems like it's an all-in, all-in to win, baby. Bill don't like losing, man. And I agree. It's just very unpatriot-like. That's why it's great. Nobody and saw hey, it coming. Nobody saw it coming, and I, it's – I, uh, I a point somebody else made that I'm going to steal is that if any other franchise did what they just did and did this crazy splurge after a bad season, we would be tearing down. Like imagine if the Texans just did this, right? Just compare apples to oranges here. The Texans, that shittily run franchise, if they give out those same exact contracts, we would literally be taking a dump on the Texans. But the Patriots get the shadow of the doubt because it's billing them and they've been winning for so long that, hey. Well, the beauty of it is they never said they were going to rebuild. Went seven and nine in the shitty year they were trying to win with what they had, and they turn around, they get all this cap space, and they fucking spent it. They didn't do what Indy's done the past two or three years when they've had all this cap space. Sign one tackle, and that's it. Don't do shit. Don't win. I like it. I like the attack. I like being on the attack. Somebody's out there that's good that fits the mold. They're they went and got them. I like Van Noy. That's one of my favorite fucking signings out of all of it. Going to get these old Patriots back. I mean, it's. They want to build the culture back up, and I, I think that might have something to do with Aguilar. Maybe they think that guy fits the mold a little better than some of the other receivers, you know? Yeah, I just I feel like instead of going and getting one of the better receivers, they overpaid Aguilar. I don't know shit about Kevin Bourne, but that all dude, my podcasts I listen to, people seem to like him. Apparently, he's, he's a good a route runner. Player. He was yeah. a low-key receiver. We paid and him. They didn't pay him very much. Um, the two we, tight we ends that, I get. Um, we got that cornerback from Miami, so I'm, I'm looking to flip Gilmore for something. And then they got J.C. Jackson on a tenure. So, I think they're going to be fine. The, the the funny thing is, and this is to something I just want to kind of get your opinion on that I've been hearing and reading a lot, is the inability the Patriots have had to actually hit on the draft in the past, like, five years. So, do you know what they spent their two third-round picks on last year? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? Two tight ends. They drafted two tight ends in the third round last year. Just to, I do, I do remember that. Just they to hand out like, oh, these two these big contracts this year because they're yeah. both terrible. Well, I like Smith. Well, I like Smith. It's good. Tennessee. It's good that they've finally been able to get out of that Chris Hogan contract. <laughs> you know, that dude, is trash. Hey, he was like the star, but he was supposed to be the star of my fantasy team four years ago. I didn't yeah, we didn't talk about that. But yeah, overall, I like I like all the signings. There's not one that I actually hate. Uh, I think a couple overpaid players, but. What team doesn't have over fucking paid players? You're right. I just think that I I think to a bigger point, and once again, I just want to hear your opinion as a fan, is that it seemed like last year what you saw was with some of the star defensive players deciding to sit out, Hightower and Chung, and then with Brady not being there, 
you kind of saw what they had is basically a lack of skill players and depth. Yeah, and they got probably that. because Udon? they've been yeah. I like Udon been, coming. You know. I think part of it is I don't think Belichick's the world's greatest drafter. Like you look at his draft record and what the I Patriots think he knows have done. That. I think he's well I, aware. Well, I think he's figured it out now. I think he realized that shit. What's I better go sign some throughout guys. his years. What's the thing he's done? He's always signed those free agents, the mm-hmm. second chance players. He's a second chance coach. He's not a draft come fresh. Here's the system. Yeah. We know you. You know we know you were you know fucking people and you know doing drugs and drinking alcohol at college. Come play for me. You know it's kind of a flip of the script from school, whereas he can go get these free agents that are like down on their luck. No, you're right. Hey man, you want to come play some ball? I got you if you buy in. That's also my point. He usually gets those guys at a discount. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. You know he throws that patriot culture. Come here at a discount and you can come play. These guys he paid a premium for. He ain't young no more. That's true. He ain't got much time left. You got to imagine. Yeah, wants to win. I don't think they win a Super Bowl with this team, but they should be better. And it's all I, I can't imagine he enjoyed down, going seven and nine. It all comes down to Cam Newton. I mean, no matter what, it comes down to quarterback play. I think they draft a guy. I like that kid out of Alabama. But um, you think um, Jimmy we'll G see. comes? I've been hearing that a lot. Maybe maybe they send Gilmore there. Send Gilmore to um, San Fran for Jimmy or something. Do like you that. really want to trade Gilmore like your best player? Yeah. Uh, what position is Gilmore? Is he it's cornerback? Cornerback. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That, years ago. He's and, fucking uh, good, man. Yeah, no, I know he's good. I just don't uh, – yeah, I don't really give too much of a shit about players on that side of the ball because, you know, they're yeah. not really, like, newsworthy. So I just didn't know if he was a cornerback or safety or linebacker or whatever. But, um, I mean, that actually works out because San Francisco, you know, they lost – or uh, I wouldn't say they, they lost. They lost Richard Sherman's – Yeah, Sherman's a free so agent. So they replacement. Yeah. I can smart. Send him there. One thing that I have pulled – so I have, like, the salary caps – or yeah, the salary cap's pulled up for all the teams right now. I don't know if this is updated to reflect like the most recent signings, but the Patriots still have almost eleven million dollars in cap space. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean they, they could they have one yeah, more tank. I I mean, I don't know what their receiving core looks like. Uh like Julian Edelman and then a bunch of people I've never heard of, I guess. But uh, I mean T. Y. Hilton could be a play for New England, you know. I mean that's you could probably get him for eleven million dollars for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, it's, less. It's, I think it's yeah, going to come yeah. down to what they do at QB. They need about two to three million to sign the rookies, and then whatever, is right? Left, they're going to give yeah. them somebody else, probably. Yeah, I mean, I could see them bringing in somebody on like a one year deal or maybe you some know, better like one of those you know, two year, that. like incentive driven contracts or something they love like that. They literally got a guy that's like, hey, yeah, you know what Fandle is, you know, the over and unders on there, just put all those on this fucking contract and give it to this guy. But speaking on salary cap, so I don't think I don't think it's a targeted question for anybody in here. But the Rams are nineteen million dollars over the salary cap. They don't give a shit, man. It's great. No, I love it's crazy. it. What's it? What? What's it? I don't have it pulled up in front of me. What's it show for the old Aints? Because they uh, were like Saints after Breeze retirement, they're one point three over right now. Oh nice. my gosh, dude! Who do they have? A lot who of guys. They pay way too much. Like money. two dudes, the whole cap. Well, so well, they just gave Taysom Hill a hundred forty million dollar no, contract. It's, no, it's fully voidable, but they, <laughs> that's like, the key. Yeah, but they like just that amount of money for Taysom fucking Hill is insane. But it's they did give him the whole thing is by dude. doing that. See, here's the thing I was reading. So by doing that, they just pulled his money for the year off the cap. That's how they got so close onion? to where they are. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you know, like the, the Saints know how to build a fucking team down there. Like, well, like you know, the, the like salary that, cap that is, GM they have Mickey Loomis or they whatever did. They're going to have the same issue because they don't have Breeze anymore. They're going to have the same issue New England's got. They're going to go yeah. seven and nine James. next year. 
I don't give a fuck if they have Jameis Winston playing quarterback. No, no, no. They got they got Taysom Hill for $140 million. Yeah. So like, what, Taysom else Hill. what are you talking that's, about? Taysom is the highest paid quarterback. That's four guaranteed Super Bowls. Jameis Winston. The contract's the actually 16 mil for the year. But... Yeah, we know we're exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just would <laughs> you have ever imagined Taysom Hill being attached to a four-year, hundred million Taysom Hill gets a million dollars for a play. But we're talking about quarterbacks, so let's go ahead and hit on some of these big ones. So a lot of QBs got signed. I think we need to start with Dak Prescott. So he got paid? Four years, $40 million average over those four years with a big-ass signing bonus. Yeah, was it 66 mil for the signing bonus? Yeah. That's insane. Well, I'll I, tell you I think he's. I think him. he's. I think he's number two now, technically, in the pecking order. How much money? I think Mahomes gets like forty-five average over his contract. But yeah, he did some weird shit, didn't he? Like where, like it's like ble- it bleeds out, like, like yeah, over he, a super. He restructured his stuff. So like, whenever you hear that someone restructured, what they do is, is they basically take out the money and turn it into a signing bonus. So the signing bonus doesn't actually go against the cap number. They right. give you that money up front. It's like X amount up front, right? Let's say twenty million, and then whatever's mm. left after that is what actually hits the cap. So if he takes, think, uh, so if he takes twenty is- million, it, you know, if he takes twenty million dollar bonus on a restructure, right? That means they give him twenty million dollars cash right there, and then the only part that hits the cap is the leftover twenty five, not all forty five. I think Mahomes has the opposite of the Ben Roethlisberger contract, where like. If he didn't restructure, he'd be getting paid forty million dollars this year. Yeah. Basically, he has to restructure every year. He wants to win football. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, what are you gonna take? Well, Mahomes, I can sign you a left think, tackle. Well, Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes restructured because guess they had what? To. He got the shit to. sacked out of him all game, and he was yeah. like, and they went and got Lyman. They got that Lyman from the um, Patriots, who was like PFF at number four overall at guard, Joe Tooney. Yeah, Tooney's good as fuck. Kyle man. Long just came out of retirement. I don't know about that, but Tooney good as fuck. Man. I mean, look, good, Ky- Patrick Chung just retired. Did he really? Oh, Patrick yeah. retired today. Damn. So he's not that motherfucker back. hit hard as shit. Yeah, One of the did. hardest hitting motherfuckers in the league. Yeah, he fucking did. Very. I don't want to say Bob Sanders, but he used to hit motherfuckers hard that he would get hurt just like Bob Sanders. Oh yeah. The Dak Prescott got signed. I think the Cowboys. You know, they had to do it. I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, I think he's a, a good. You don't let a QB that good walk. On the no, no. You, you got to keep him. Yeah. I mean, you, you saw what happened when they didn't have him. So, dude, he willed them to whatever fucking record it was before. He yeah, was they were they were starting was... a quarterback from James Madison University. So, <laughs> the first four well, games, man, they were in the hole every fucking game, and he willed them in the fourth quarter every game. And they still lost because their defense isn't Travis. No, 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 he was. Yeah. They were. Like, they were like two and two. They were two and two though. Yeah, two two. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, but it was like fifty points. It could have easily been eleven and two. Yeah, because yeah, Sam, yeah, Sam's bet was still alive when his ankle fell off. They were, <laughs> were going to go 14 and 2. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I was right about their offense, just their defense was bad. And I don't the, only t- the only two games they were going to lose is going to be against a Washington football team, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to get to them in a second. But first, let's, I want to talk about. Let's get to them now. <laughs> well, I was saving them for the end of the QBs. Because right, first, I want to talk about the guy that replaced Dak Prescott last year, Andy Dalton. Oh, Andy. One oh, year, one year, ten million dollars to play for the old Bears, the Bears. Sweet, can't wait to see the can't wait to see the Bears go three and thirteen, and Matt Nagy get fired and well, just rebuild again. So here's the thing about the Bears: they they always somehow end up eight and eight or get ten wins because their defense. Oh, I guess my question is: 
is is Dalton better, worse, or the same than that Nick Foles Trubisky com- combination? Well, I mean, Dalton is Andy Dalton. He's the most <laughs> average quarterback in the yeah, history of the, the NFL. Yeah, they have the Mendoza line in baseball. It's the Dalton right. line in football. I like to call so, it. So I mean, is like I think the question needs to be: Are Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky better or worse than Andy Dalton? I think the answer to Andy Dalton's better. I mean, I think Andy Dalton's good. He was solid in Cincinnati for a while. I'm gonna say they're better with Dalton. I'm gonna go on Liam. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're better with a, Andy Dalton, man. He gives them an air of consistency. Like Andy Dalton's not gonna go out and like light up the scoreboard, but also I don't think he's gonna go out and throw all the interceptions and stupid shit Trubisky yeah. and Foles were doing. The problem is that just the Bears in general are not very good. So I mean, like they're they're good enough because you know it's it's Green Bay and Chicago squeaking out a wild or Green Bay winning the division, Chicago squeaking out a wild card. Mm-hmm. And you have to play the lines of like, so you're, yeah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> like it's, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's an easy vision. Cause I think, you know, big Dan Campbell's just cruising the division titles for the next 25 years. You're going to like, people are going right. to forget who Bill Belichick is. <laughs> but I like that take. I mean, I just, I just all that don't know. We, we, Campbell, we've been on the Dan Campbell, <laughs> we've been on the Dan Campbell train since the Miami days. So yeah, boy, it's just yoked up. What was the what was the meme? It was like Dan Campbell and Bill Cowher looked like they own a father son moving company. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which Coke was the one? Coke. Which coach was the one doing all that Coke in Miami? Oh, uh, that was, was like uh, their, that was like their O line coach or something, wasn't it? <laughs> Y'all remember that, that shit? Is that the guy that was down there with all the like the incognito drama and shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah, he was like the O line coach, like calling up strippers and shit. Like, yeah. I I mean, I'm pretty that. sure Incognito was on Coke. He beat the shit out of his own Ferrari. Like, you realize what are you doing, bro? <laughs> you, realize, you realize he's still in the league. He just got signed by the, I mean, the, the Raiders. I mean, he's good. good as fuck. I mean, good he's like 45 years old. I don't give it's a crazy. shit. That dude is good at ball. He is good. I just and like six, seven, three, high, key, high key one seed for like best last name in NFL history. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Incognito is pretty good. I do um, forget about him like during the season. Another I mean, he plays offensive line. They're easy as shit to forget about. It's just like, it's just a fat dude that takes up space. Facts. Something that went under the radar yesterday that I didn't see on the news. I found it when I was going through sites. Fox. Did you see who? Do you see who Houston signed? Was it alignment? Because if it is, I'm gonna check out on. Oh, Houston signed Tyrod Taylor. Oh yeah, that's right. right. The journeyman. It's the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. (laughs) Tyrod Taylor. That was funny. Yeah. I like that. I like that take, Eric. That's a good. Yep. I'm just saying, Fitzpatrick, fifty thousand yards. Speaking of Fitzpatrick, hold on. Let's do it right now. I was going to say, Fitzpatrick took the title from uh, one of the McCown brothers, and then fucking Josh. You heard it first. Steve or whoever. The Washington football team is not only going to win the division; they're winning at least ten games, and they are winning a playoff game this year. That's a bold fucking take. So to hit directly on that, I have the Ryan Fitzpatrick cycle pulled up. So you start off, right? You get signed as a backup. Starter gets hurt. He gets thrown into a game. Plays very well and earns a starting spot. Gets paid. Then he sucks. And then he gets released. And then he gets signed as a backup. And then the starter gets hurt and he gets thrown into a game. And then he plays well again and gets fucking paid. So, I don't know. He's, I mean, yeah, he'll play well for four games, and then he'll suck, and they'll bring in fucking Heineke. Ryan Fitzpatrick's not good. Let me just paint the picture for you, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me paint the picture for you. 
you do number that. I'm gonna pull up some Fitzpatrick stats. So you have the number you have the number two <laughs> defense fame, in the son. league, right? The number two overall defense in the league just got better because they signed William Jackson from the Bengals. Not talked about a lot. William Jackson is a fucking stud who the Bengals let walk for some reason. And we got him for a pretty decent contract. Since he came in the league in 2017, he is number one, number one in the quarterback's passer rating when throwing at him. He is also three in how far it's his weird stat, but basically how far he is from the receiver when the pass is thrown to him. Basically, how good his coverage is. I like that stat. It's not a weird one at all. That's something that needs to be talked about. It is, but it's something that never is that like I stumbled upon no, on PFF. So much fucking stuff. But sense. like he's Glad. third in the league and how close he is when they throw the ball to that receiver. So yeah. like this dude's been on the Bengals. So he's never been talked about, but he was a first round draft pick and he's a low key fucking good. Fuller was a beast. The problem is they never threw it Fuller. They picked on Darby the whole time and he did pretty good. But now you got two stud DBs. You got that D-line that literally eats people for fucking lunch. And that defense is going to win us games. So now you give us a quarterback who, listen, say what you want. If they can just rein Fitzpatrick in a little bit, he's going to have those bad games, right? But if the defense is playing so good that he ain't got to force the ball like he does on a lot of them shitty teams he plays for, he can give it to Antonio Gibson, who once again, low-key, had over 1,000 yards rushing and still missed four games as a fourth-round draft pick. With a good O-line, we kept Scherf. We signed Curtis Samuel, who I, I've been drafting Love Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Samuel in fantasy since he was a rookie. Like, I feel like he's a fucking great player to play in that slot and help out when, when, when McLaren's getting double teamed. Now you got Samuel there and you got Thomas, who ex-quarterback turned tight end was a monster last year. Like, this team is going to be a fucking problem. If, if the defense can be good enough to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick from throwing – from getting behind and then doing what he does and throwing four picks when he forces it, which I think they can. Ryan so Fitzpatrick with a lead is what I'm hoping for. Well, and that's that's crazy because that's the exact thing I'm looking at right now. I'm trying to – I read like a stat the other day, and that's what I was trying to look for, but I'm not trying to spend all night trying to find it now. So, Ryan, this is just his QB rating. Um, when he's ahead by any amount of points, his QB rating is 107.3. Pretty good. When he's, when he's behind by any amount of, of points, his rating is eighty-one point two. So what I just so, so that that knowledge I just pulled out of my ass actually makes sense. If you if so, you're playing from behind with a short field because of our defense, maybe we make it work. Maybe Fitzpatrick so, gets a Super Bowl this year. I just to, said it. to dive into that a little bit deeper. If they're a, if the team he's on is ahead by one to eight points, his QB rating is one fifty point five. They're behind by one to eight points. His QB rating is 82.7. So I would say, you know, he's a good stat stat patter, but he's not a clutch quarterback. No, but our, like hopefully our even, defense is good enough. He ain't got to be. I mean, we'll see. The, the football team does have a pretty solid fucking defense. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're making, they're making all the right moves too. They are, which, which is, is nice to see. We, we yeah. haven't that You just said that you just said making all the right moves about the fucking Washington franchise. Like, I think about it's that insane. for a minute. I've never said that in my – I'm 32 years old. I don't think I've ever said that. That's what – It's Rivera, that's what it's Rivera man. He, he has it's a hand us. in all that shit. It's Rivera, and, also, and it's, there's a few other guys that they hired to be in the office. It looks like Snyder is actually maybe not touching shit for once. Fucking off and being an owner, you know? Like, don't yeah, – He, he like, probably wants a new stadium, which I get. Yeah, that stadium is bullshit. God-all stadium. <laughs> and, like, I don't even like going to live football games, but that stadium is trash. Yeah. 
Um, if the, again, if this salary cap is up to date, the football team still has $22 million in cap space. So. Which I don't, there aren't a lot of guys left, but you could probably piece together a, maybe a decent uh, lineman, get some lineman depth. That was a problem last well, year. Guys kept getting hurt with a shuffle around the line. I know we're going to hit on them later, but I'm just going to ask now. Kenny Galladay is still a free agent, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, he talked to If I were the Redskins, that's today? what I'd be gunning for. See, I the problem with that is, and this is just me thinking about scheme. I'm sorry, if I were the football team. Yeah, I, I say it all the time, too. Um, Galladay does a lot of what McLaurin does. Right. Yeah, but I feel like he's like way bigger. I don't know. I don't know. McLaurin. He's bigger. Sizes. Galladay is one of those guys that, like, and like, I, I once again, it was some weird stat somebody was talking about, but like, similar to the DB separation, Galladay's amount of separation when someone throws him the ball is like minimal. He's like Des Bryant, some of those dudes. He's not crazy fast. He's a big dude with big hands that, like, when he's covered, goes up and gets it, but like, he doesn't really get open. Right. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So, like, guys like that scare me when you have a QB like Fitzpatrick or a young QB that we're hopefully going to be trying to develop in the next two years. Right. Like, yeah, no, I get it. Plus, he's going to be a pretty penny. Like, he's going to be a – Yeah, he's not going to be cheap. Which, yeah, good for him. He shouldn't be cheap. He balled out in Detroit. Yeah. The only problem is the teams, that, the teams willing to spend money, he's going to end up somewhere. Yeah. I don't even know where. So, the top three – I'll just say the top three right now. The salary cap space are the Jags, Colts, and Jets. So end up somewhere so, with a rookie quarterback. The Jags and Jets both already Jags signed. Already, they Jags both already signed a wide receiver this year. Jags got yeah. Marvin Jones. So I mean, what if they get the whole receiving core from Detroit? Well, I mean, they have Marvin Ooh. Jones. They have that DJ Chark guy who made a pro. No, they no. He, last. No, they did resign him, didn't they? Yeah, they resigned him. Chark. They drafted LaVisca Chenault last year, who I think might be a solid slot guy. Like I'm the Jags. I probably wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know if I'd push it. I mean, Trevor did. Lawrence is going to have weapons down there. That James yeah, Robinson he, dude that I traded you in fantasy, Chaz, is a yeah. monster, undrafted free agent running back. Trevor's um, going to have enough to show us if he's good year one. I mean, yeah, he's, he's not. He'll be he'll be out of the league <laughs> in three years. My, my entire worry down there is the fact they basically are letting Urban Meyer run the franchise. And when's the last time some college legend has come in and ran an NFL franchise, right. right? Like, name I mean, it, literally. Pete Carroll. That's yeah, right. Pete Carroll failed there, twice right? first. Yeah, Pete, Pete right. Carroll was coached the Jets and the Patriots to like two wins a year. Yeah, had like three tries before he actually and got I, it right. I feel like it always works out the other way though. Like Nick Saban went from coaching the Dolphins to nothing to just dogging for fucking Alabama. I think I think he won a he won a championship with LSU though first. He did, and he he didn't even finish a season with the Dolphins. He quit yeah. like three quarters of the way through and was like, "Screw pro football." I feel like Louisiana State was like, "Here's all the money." And then fucking well, no. Alabama said, here's all the money plus like a hundred billion dollars. Well, that was more. the thing. He left Louisiana State after winning a national title to go to Miami. Was like, I'm gonna go be a pro coach. Was like, man, fuck this. Then yeah, Alabama's he, like, Alabama's he, like, how much money you want? It takes years to be good. He told yeah. he to show up, be Nick Saban. Team yeah. gonna eat. You're not just you're yeah. not just recruiting like you don't have five yeah. star recruits coming in every year. Yeah, right? yeah. he was like, like, no, I'm it. the man. This is what's up, and it was you, not. What and you got a bunch like. of adults who were like, dude, I make just as much as you. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. plus <laughs> you don't get whatever a college. I think a college roster is like 150 players. Yeah, you get you can, bro. You can cuss anyone out because you have four people that are the right. same yeah. right behind them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, y'all <you> <laughs> call anybody a motherfucker down there. Yeah, Chip I was going to say, remember Chip time. Kelly? Yeah, Chip Kelly could also call anybody a motherfucker, but he mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I feel like all his plays had like Doritos smears on it. Well, I was gonna say Chip, Chip, Chip Kelly whole... get mad and just eat the players that were pissing him off. Remember <laughs> Chip Kelly had that whole thing where he wanted to run the hurry up offense. Yeah. And like all of his linemen were getting pissed, and like those Philly linemen were sitting there like pretending to get cramps so they get like yeah, yeah. between plays. I mean, look, the, the, the boys in the NFL are fat, man. They ain't trying they're to run the ball that, the like, dude, I'm not gonna. They're like, I'm not gonna tear my ACL running 20 plays in 10 minutes because what you, do you know, mean I'm, I'm pulling again. <laughs> it's like I'm used to what's <laughs> a fucking game. Good time. Trying to block them. All right, so that's the QBs, right? You guys want. Let's um let's shift down a little bit to the defensive side of the ball. Downshift, yeah. I'm probably not gonna have a whole lot of input on this. Like well, said, I'm not I gonna just, hit. Just, I'm not gonna hit I just too. Don't many. really pay attention uh, to defensive players that much. There's a couple. There's a couple big ones, you know. So the Bucks were able to keep Shaq Barrett and Levante David. Both of them, I feel like, are playing for a discount. You got Levante David, two years, twenty-four mil, which is pretty cheap for a linebacker as good as him. Shaq Barrett signed for four years, but his contract's kind of weird. He's got some guarantees in there, and most of it's a signing bonus, so it doesn't really hit their cap. But, I mean, listen, those guys weren't going to – you don't win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady and then leave. Well, they know he's I was going to say, I, they, I feel like they, they took the discount because they're banking on winning another Super Bowl this year. Yeah, which is which nice because most teams don't do this. Most teams go get theirs and go fucking get paid the year yeah. after. 100%. This is a very special situation we probably won't see for a good while. You know, still being unsigned. You know, Yannick Ngakwe went to the Raiders. That's cool, I guess. You know, whatever. We got Kenyon um, Drake, too, if you want to talk about that. Well, hold on. It's on the offensive side. I'm I know, but you said Raiders. and I You're thought... right. The Raiders did sign Kenyon Drake today, you know. So now they have two running backs, him and Josh Jacobs. I think Kenyon Drake would be a lot better served to be in that second guy. He, like, comes in on third downs and, like, does those crazy screens and shit, then, like, listen, he was not an every down back. We saw that. No, no, not at all. But no. I think he's still got that burst in him where he could be a good, you know, secondary guy. Um, Unsigned, still, Richard Sherman. Buns. Um, he's asking for too much. He, he probably is, and he's old, but, you know, he had that year where he busted his leg up and then – Left Seattle his first year in San Fran wasn't good. The past two years he's graded on PFF as like a top twenty DB still at his age. Is he still is he still representing himself? So once he left, <laughs> that I'm Seattle, not sure. He went down there real hard. But that's the thing he didn't. He didn't get all the love, but he's still been a really good DB. Like, yeah, you gotta remember he's, he's that San Fran defense was really good when they made yeah. the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo and almost won. Yeah, I'd say I'd say his performance didn't really fall off too much when he left Seattle. He just kind of like whatever. I mean, I feel like because like the thing about Richard Sherman that everybody sticks with it was the the player, you know, it's the Aaron Andrews interview on the fucking yeah. the best cornerback all time, whatever. We was talking about Michael Crabtree, I think. You know, like whatever. Yeah, because they, I mean, they threw at him the last play of the game. What a fall from grace too. Michael Crabtree had too. He had a few good years too, and then all of a sudden was just out of the league. He like uh, played in Baltimore for two years and because fucking Akeem Talib yanked that chain off his neck twice. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot that happened. He was on the Raiders and Talib was on the uh Broncos. I forgot yeah. about that. But that lockdown um, corner thing is so hard to like keep up with. I mm-hmm. feel like you really only get three to five years of being a lockdown, if that. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, even now, like, you know, it, it's it's the same Especially shit. Like, now, yeah. You either like the the point I was trying to make is like everybody when they think of Richard Sherman they think about that Aaron Andrews interview so then you base your opinion on Richard Sherman based off of that you either like the dude or you hate him right like there's no there's no middle ground for Richard Sherman 
And like to update it, I guess, like Jalen Ramsey is the same thing. Like you either like the dude or you don't because he just huh? talks shit 24-7. Deion but, like, Sanders was the original one. <laughs> right. And you There's know, like, like it or not, like Jalen Ramsey is a fucking lockdown quarter. That dude is he probably is the... like the best quarterback in football right oh, now. Oh, hands down. It's not even close. But I mean, that's it. Like everybody points it's like, oh, well, if he's so fucking good, like then how did, uh, what's the fucking receiver? Devontae Adams, like burn him in the fucking playoffs or whatever. It's like, dude, like receivers get paid too, man. Like. Yeah, like every quarter gets fucking burned every now and again. Like it happens. Yeah. Like Deion Sanders was getting burned back in his day too. Like nobody is locked down on every fucking Uh, play. Possible. Yeah, I mean, listen. The thing about being a cornerback is you can literally like think about it. You got to like mask a dude's movements right while trying to like look around the field. You can literally only cover a dude for probably what four or five seconds. Yeah, yeah at, some point, some, at some point, he's, at some point, he's making a cut and getting open. Like, yeah. so much of playing a quarterback has to do with cover the dude for four or five seconds and hope your defensive line gets home. Uh, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, if a play breaks down, there ain't so much you can do. So, yeah, quarterbacks sometimes get a bad rap. But I feel, I feel bad for them corners in the CFL when those receivers get like a 15 yard head start. Yeah, and they're the sitting there flat footed. Yeah, like <laughs> how, how the fuck? I wouldn't even I wouldn't even try to have a corner. Yeah, a I just CFL straight team. zone all day. Right. <laughs> Running zone, no man. Yeah, you can't. I got a I got a live score update too from the NCAA. Um, <laughs> uh, please, please tell SMU me you 30 to nine. Sick. I was gonna say, please tell me how bad Drexel is beating Dartmouth right now. <laughs> so the, the the last defensive player I want to talk about real quick is this dude John Johnson the third. So I never name. I'd never really yeah. heard of him. He's been a top five safety for the Rams according to PFF for like three straight years, and the Browns just signed him because, as you guys noted, the Rams have no money. So the Browns just added another piece <laughs> to that defense. I think the Browns, Browns need to cut, or the Rams need to cut Aaron Donald. <laughs> the Rams, they have print no money. Luck. They just print money up there. <laughs> I mean, look, you're in the biggest they market. Using in the all world. their stimmies to pay players. You're in LA. Know. You're in LA I mean, with that brand new stadium, like a new. Right, but they're saying screw the, it. You get the same amount of money as every other team, though. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to end up paying a tax. Like it just is what it is. You can go this over. This is it. bullshit. Like I think that like there there needs to be harsher penalties for going over the cap. Oh, like fuck that is. tax shit. Like if you're over the cap, no. then you like you can't field a 53 man roster. You got to get cut down to 40. You got to keep no. the ones you signed <laughs> all this money. You, you got to have five people. It ain't like the NBA where like you can go over the tax and just pay a little bit. And it is what it is, and there's level two. You go over the tax of the NFL, you pay a shit ton. All right, so my question, I because I don't, I don't Rams, know. I don't think the Rams guy cares. I don't know all the intricacies on, you know, like where that money comes from. So if, you, if you're if you over the cap, does that money come out of the owner's pocket? Because, you know, fuck that. Like, that ain't doing shit for me. Like, if you're over the cap for a year, then however much you're over for, you can play, you can field the team, whatever. But however much you're over the cap, that's how much next year's salary cap just for you is reduced by. I think it does so, come yeah. out of the owner's pocket. I mean, I think yeah. See, like I don't care That's about that. that. Like, I don't care if some billionaire loses money. Like, yeah. so that means any team yeah, can sign running anybody. A business, What's the point like, of having a salary? Yeah, but like they have the well, salary cap. So I'm saying, but, like, no, but it's not like 20, how much over you go. There's percentages to it. Like, yeah, but if you're if, million, you go over, you got to pay five million. Yeah, like, but like it doesn't a lot of money. It doesn't affect the team though. It doesn't affect the like if it comes out of the owner's pocket, it just affects that guy. And for the record, I, I might be wrong. I am that. not a I'm not a cap expert, so I have no idea. Yeah, I mean we need you're you a cap expert. We need to the, get fucking the, uh, the, the NFL cap is really weird. Like 
Like I said, the way they do jujitsu to get around it and pay guys bonuses instead of actual salary and restructure. And then like you see Taysom Hill get a deal, it's 140 million, but really they're only going to pay him 16 for this year. Then yeah. I mean, it's like my whole point is like, there's a bunch of weird shit they do. If you're, if you're over, if you're over the cap, cause then, I mean, you have an unfair advantage. Like you're paying more and it's like, yeah, you're paying a tax, but like, if, like I said, if some billionaire, just some, let's say it's some single billionaire, Dan Snyder's foot in the bill to field that team, then like, what the fuck do I care? Like that doesn't affect the league's Agreed. performance at but all. It's like, still it's a business, not, right? Right. But like, I'm saying like, if you're 20 million over the cap this year, like feel that team for sure. Mm-hmm. But then next year, if the, let's say the cap value is set at $200 million, then the cap value for the for the Rams, for instance, should be one hundred eighty well, million dollars. One thing I am pretty sure it does is it goes up exponentially, right? So if you're over the cap for the first time in like ten years, then the penalty isn't that bad. But you go over the cap the second year, and like it's not like you just pay the same thing. It goes up like an exponential of like two or three or something. Yeah, but like so ultimately, like, like now we're getting into like socioeconomic thing. issues where you like know, again, yeah. if it's if it's affecting like if that shit just comes out of some billionaire's pockets, yeah. that's a that's a drop in the bucket to them. Thirty million dollars to Dan Snyder is two hundred dollars to me. You're right, but you know what? But like, <laughs> you know, we'll get off this topic in a second. But the reason they're millionaires and billionaires is because they don't like just shit money away. Yeah, but I mean, like you, you get a you get a cap to build a team, and if you're over the cap, you should be penalized, like through the avenue of the team, not through your like personal wallet. And there might be. So here's what we'll do: I'm going to actually do some cap research and try to learn how the salary cap works, and we'll discuss this again next week because you might be right. Like I said, I, I don't disagree with you. I think the penalties maybe should be harsher, and I think there is something more to it because, like in the NBA, teams go over the cap constantly, just pay the tax and say fuck it. In the NFL, they don't because there's weird penalties and shit for it. All right, so I just – I just this is a quick – just a, a blurb, whatever. It says penalties for violating or circumventing the cap regulations includes fines of up to $5 million for each violation, cancellation of contracts, and or loss of draft picks. So the draft picks thing, like, all right, like I could fuck with that. Cancellation of contracts, sure, you got to cut people that cost you $100 billion. But, like – I want it to affect the team as a whole, not just the fucking owner's bottom line. Because those they're all billionaires, except for uh, Mark Davis, because he's actually broke and which stole is, a football team. So. Which is which is once we get to the offside, offensive side of the ball, is something I actually want to talk about with the Raiders. So um, I think it's the time. Gets to, pole cuts. I think it's time to pay some bills, and when we come back from this little break, after talking about some me undies and getting some bills paid, we're going to talk about the offensive free agents and. Uh, a few of the other teams we're fans of here and kind of how we feel about what's going on. So plus, plus we'll daddy has to pee. Yes. That's why we're breaking. You're already in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck yeah. laughs> I'm just trying to hear Sam's hot takes on this Packer shit. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh, uh, no, we're, I'm, we're, I'm we're talking, around. we're talking, we're talking Arby's off air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. So we already hit on a bunch of free agency stuff, but now I want to talk about some of the offensive players that have been signed so i'm going to start with the old wide receiver pool because that is the one that's had some big signings but there's also some big guys still out there waiting to be signed um so some of the big guys that get tagged chris godwin got tagged by the bucks smart move then actually not a bad move for him either because it doesn't look like wide receivers got too paid this year yeah i mean it was one of those things right around right around where everybody was getting he might have been uh, one that did get paid but What's what's the tag value? Like eighteen mil or something? Oh, I think 16. it was. I think it was sixteen. I mean, shit, guaranteed money's the best money, so yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't think he's mad now. 
Allen uh, Robinson got tagged, and Allen Robinson came on Twitter and said he refuses to sign his tag, meaning yeah. if he don't sign it, he ain't playing. So yeah, he'll he'll say that shit until fucking June when he signs yeah, his fucking and tag. He might, but I think he's really <laughs> hoping. I think he's really hoping they tagged him so they could trade him. Um, Maybe, but Corey Davis, who looking on PFF, Corey Davis was the number I think it was seven receiver in football last year by PFF standards. That is the biggest jet signing. Like I could have predicted that. That is a Jets I mean, ass signing. Three Corey years, Davis. twelve mil a year. I mean, look, he was what the fourth overall pick a few years ago. Like the dude's got talent. Oh yeah, he's good. He's good at ball. He seems to disappear during games. Like his numbers have never really showed it, but he grades out really good analytically. I feel. Well, like it's not I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's unfair to say he disappears during games when you're playing in Tennessee because your offense is Derrick Henry. Yeah, and, and you take Derrick Henry out yeah. too. And when they do He's, throw, it's to AJ Brown. You're right. right. You you're take right. Derrick Henry out, then you you have Ryan Tannehill play quarterback. So I mean, my, my only point was his grades are really good, even though his stats aren't. So maybe there's. But you're also going to the Jets, where you got Sam Darnold, who a lot of people think <laughs> is actually unproven fucking quarterback. Ever. Yeah, I mean, he went from he went from playing in Tennessee, where you know it's a good team built around a running back, to the Jets, where at least you're getting paid. You know, look all right yeah. now. Listen, <laughs> at least you got a fat stack. Right. <laughs> listen, everything I've read and all the insiders I've listened to and everything is the Jets still haven't decided what they want to do at quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't see any reason to move on from Sam Darnold. Like he, you fielded him the shittiest fucking team for the past couple of years. And that's the thing, right? I think the the Jets know that they didn't exactly give him a chance, and that God forbid they trade him or cut him, and he's and it turns out he's good, right? Yeah, and I think that that's what would happen if they did trade or cut him. Like, I don't so, think. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be good or not. The like, closest. So one of the insiders said the closest he got to being traded was to Washington. So I guess Washington and the Jets got extremely close and it fell apart at the very end. And then they decided to sign Fitzpatrick. But that almost happened. And the people that pulled out wasn't Washington. It was it was the Jets that pulled out because maybe it's a smoke screen, maybe it's not. I think that they're thinking we keep him and then we auction off that number two pick. I don't get it. See, my thing you're going to get a lot for that two pick, man. People love that Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like it too. But what I'm saying is, I don't understand the Jets situation. Solely on halfway through the year, the Jets were like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. like that's all everybody was talking. I mean, yeah, they. they That's all the fans and shit were talking about. But I think they got they they definitely were on the Trevor Lawrence train. Yeah, they 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 take that game against the fucking Raiders. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You can sit there and try to fucking spin it one way or the other, but them boys threw that the only, fucking game. Against the only the way I spin it is that having watched Greg Williams coach for the three years he was here, guess what Greg Williams does every time that happens? That same exact play. He always all out blitzes. Yeah, but guess what? Uh, all you Greg have to do is watch tape to know what Greg Williams is going to do. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Greg Williams is a good coach, but I don't think he did it to lose. That's just what Greg Williams does. I mean, Greg Williams defense blitzes fucking... his ass off. Greg Williams' defense beat Peyton Manning in a fucking Super Bowl. Once again, yes. They also, <laughs> they also ended Brett Favre's career, but we talked about that once on a pod that will release five years from now. Mm-hmm. That's the Christmas 2027 pod. Yeah. We'll give you Here's guys a spoiler. Number one. Bounty Gate is the number one fucking NFC championship game of all time. <laughs> number one champion. Number one playoff game that wasn't a Super Bowl of all time. Shit. That's true. That's true. Um, what broke – the, the last signing that broke right before this pod was Kyle Will Fuller 
signed a one-year deal with the Dolphins, which I fucking love. How much he getting? I hope it's a hundred million dollars. I honestly didn't see it because when, when, you know it takes a while for the money to come out. All the tweets and shit were just one-year deal. It was like six. I can't wait for him to put up 400 yards with fucking two shitty-ass quarterbacks. Dude, I love Will Fuller. I don't know what it is. I think he's a better version of Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, Y'all heard me me last week, and nobody else did. There there was maybe only three teams in the league that couldn't use a Will Fuller. Like, I don't think there's anyone in in the league who takes the top off a defense like he does. Yeah, on drugs, on steroids, on PE. That's fine. He was good before the PEDs, and you know he, he took some creatine. He shouldn't had some shit in it. Who knows? You know, is well, well, before the PEDs means on PEDs. He had the the, Mex- the Mexican uh, creatine. That's all mm-hmm. Shout out Mark McGuire. So the wide receivers <laughs> not signed who are notable. Juju Any fucking G. We got Ooh, Juju, Juju. We got Galladay, and we got T. Y. Hilton. Well, T. Y. Uh, uh, any thoughts T. Y. on those guys? I don't know where they're going. Um, Ty, it's it's toss up. He'll get a one year deal somewhere, and if he doesn't, he'll probably just fade away. Um, or he'll no, be like a like a mid season pickup for an injury. I or feel something like, like that. somebody's gonna do a flyer on him, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I would if I like. So you know, just looking at fucking. Let's get down to some of these scenes that don't have a lot of cap space left. And so Niners. like Niners. I like them yeah, like the Niners. The, the Raiders have seven million left. The Vikings have eight point seven. Bucks somehow have nine million dollars left. Shit, they should sign fucking T.Y. Hilton. Just add another weapon, why not? Or I mean, honestly, the fucking Patriots should fucking sign him. They got the fucking money. Yeah, he'd be good like, there. Yeah, I feel like he would fit in fine with the fucking Patriot system and like Another weapon for fucking Cam Newton to check down to, or you know, tuck it and fucking run for six yards, and then on whatever. Um, but no, I think I mean, I'd like if I were a fucking owner or GM, whatever. Like, I'd, I'd make a play for fucking Ty. What's the Packers cap look like? That would be a very Green Bay fucking. We're over. Right we're there. over. Yeah, they're uh, three point six over the cap right now, okay, so they should probably that, just. That, in they should probably situation. just cut Aaron Rodgers, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's fucking washed anyways. One and four in NFC Championships. So, I'm glad you brought up the Packers, because that leads me into my next segue. Let's talk about running backs. So, the only big running back. I mean, we didn't even back. talk about them receivers. You just listed them and then moved on. <laughs> I know, because y'all – you're right. So, I'll talk about the pack. You're right. I'm sorry. You just – you lobbed up a fun. softball – you loved up a softball of a segue, man. I jumped on the, 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 the only other thing I was going to mention was that, uh, like, Juju's going to go somewhere. He's not going to be a number one receiver for a team. He's not good enough to be a number one receiver. He's not, he's, dude. But he is a, he's proven he's a very good number two. Yeah, he's, boy a, he's put a up 1,200 yards as a number two. He's a great so, number two. Honestly, I, would, I don't think they have the cap space, but I would have liked to see the Cardinals bring him in. But, yeah, I'm happy with AJ Well, Green, the Cardinals so. – okay, so here we go. Let's, let's segue to the Cardinals. So the Cardinals sign AJ Green. Right. Earlier in the year, by earlier, I mean two weeks ago, they signed JJ Watt. Um everyone assumes Larry Fitz is coming back for one more year. I mean at this point, um, why not? The Cardinals let Patrick Peterson walk, which surprised yeah, me. Sucks. He went to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So I originally thought the Cardinals were trying to put together. Patrick Peterson went to the Vikings. He did. Yeah. What? That I feel I, like that was not talked about enough. It wasn't. It was like a little blurp on like Instagram, then like completely passed over. I'm saying because defensive players don't make unless you're fucking JJ Watt or Aaron Donald or Khalil. He is older now, but I feel like that's still. He was still pretty good. Yeah. My point. The point I'm trying to make is I really thought there for a minute 
the Cardinals are trying to put together like the 2015 All-Pro team that have the oldest team in football surrounding Kyler Murray. They let Patrick Peterson go, which kind of surprises me. He's just been a staple there for so long. But but I'm curious, Eric, as our resident Cardinals fan, lifelong, how's uh. How's does AJ Green move the needle for you? I mean, like personally, like I love AJ Green. I think he's a solid fucking receiver who spent too long stuck on a shitty ass fucking Bengals team, and yeah, like he's you know injuries, whatever questionable fucking injuries. I'm sure you know I can't sit here and say one way or the other if he was actually injured or not. But uh, like I wouldn't want to play for the fucking Bengals either. Like I would fucking I would I throw myself down a fucking flight of steps. I mean, and they not only have to play gave the him banks. like I think they only gave him like six mil for a year. Yeah, six I mean, mil. It's fucking... worth uh, it's eight and a half with incentives. It's the happiest it's... six mil he's ever gotten. But right. if he it's does, all, it's if he only does play for the Bengals and has a decent year with what he had as quarterback, then I don't well, know. I mean that's the thing. I don't know how many games into it before Joe Burrow's fucking leg fell off. Mm-hmm. And that's what so, I'm saying. I mean, if I was him, I would have been excited to play with Burrow for whatever, however long he was there. I don't and know he was playing. Game. Like, he had, like, 600 yards last year. He was playing. He was yeah, he played, he, he, played, he played two games, bro. Yeah. He fucking – he turf-toed the fuck out of the first four games or whatever. No, he I don't know, maybe, back, maybe maybe he thought fucking the, Joe Burrow wasn't that good. Maybe the Bengals you know, he thought Andy Dalton was better than Joe Burrow. The, the Bengals also have two other young studs. Like, Tyler Boyd's pretty damn good. Yeah, he T. Higgins, good. T. Higgins, as a rookie, was tearing it up under Burrow okay. and then he, I think, uh, he was their leading receiver with the other backups like so you know for the for the money I think the AJ Green signing is good I think it's solid it gives you know like yeah if Larry Fitz comes back so whatever he'll he'll play the slot and he's 700 fucking years old um, don't drop passes though no he doesn't you need a and first and like, four on that slant that's what I'm saying him, you're getting it that's what I'm saying like Larry Fitzgerald was fucking automatic and at this point in his career like you know what you're getting out of Larry Fitz like he's not gonna take the top off fucking defense he's not gonna set like crazy yardage per game fucking yeah. records or anything like that. Like Larry Fitzgerald's old, he's in his twilight years, but he's still he's a solid fucking receiver. But that's not the dude that you want to build your fucking offense around. So having DeAndre Hopkins on one side and then AJ Green on the other, plus Larry Fitzgerald and Kristen Kurt, like that. I mean, that's a, that's a solid fucking receiving core. What is yeah. um? What's Arizona's cap at the moment, Sam? Uh, right now I think it's pretty low. They're not over the cap. They have, they only have three point three left. I think it's See, enough that to get was my. I, I told you guys last week. I mean, yeah. That was my Will Fuller team. I would have loved. And then once sure. again, I know it's like Texans fucking Arizona now all of a sudden. But, like, the Hopkins-Fuller pairing was like a match made in heaven. You have Hopkins, honestly, like. You have Hopkins for, that literally can catch anything and get open anywhere, run any route. Like, he might be the best receiver in football, right? I think uh, if they had the cap space to begin with, I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, one-two punch would have been fucking Oh, that's sick. a good one, too, because Juju's got some speed. I guess my only point is I feel like the one thing Arizona is missing on offense, like I don't feel like their offensive line is very good and like their run game is what it is. No, but Murray is good enough to make up for the shitty he offensive is. lines. It's the same thing. I'm not going to say he's as good as Russell Wilson, but it's like the same scheme. Like he, no, can, no, he can dick around and carry a play is, when the line breaks that down. way. Like I'm really high on Kyler Murray. I nah, he's really good like as shit. Like, I know, like, some of his numbers and, like, you know, there's some times he looks amazing, times he's whatever, but he's young and he looks really good to me. Yeah, I mean, I he's think he's – star he's the, in the league for years. He's the best sub-five-foot quarterback I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it works to his advantage because, like, you know, you look at a guy like, you know, just going off topic here, we look at a guy like Lamar Jackson and the way he scrambles. Like, Lamar's just faster than everyone. It's amazing, right? 
but he's but also like six two, six three. Yeah, Kyler Murray like gets lost in the shuffle. Like he starts scrambling and he's so small. Like dudes struggle to tackle him to get low enough, and like he gets behind those O linemen and like they like lose him. And next thing you know, he's just fucking gone. It's ridiculous. I love watching him play. I just feel like the one thing that offense is missing is like that deep threat, right? Like that's not really Hopkins' game, even though he can do it. I don't think that's AJ's game. Like maybe Kirk. Maybe that Andy Isabella guy or somebody steps up. Maybe there's some guy they draft. I don't know. It's just like I feel like the money. Once again, I don't think they had a whole lot of money, so I, and I don't mind a flyer on AJ Green. Like like you said, like AJ. People forget AJ Green was literally one of the three best receivers in football for like five years before the Bengals went to shit and he got a few injuries. Yeah, like, I mean he was he if was he's tearing a, up in a Marvin Lewis led offense. If so. if he's you know if he's eighty percent of what he used to be for one more year, guess what? That's still pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. So and like, I think they're they're going. You know, I would have liked to see him bring in with the Patrick Peterson. You know, going to Minnesota, I would have liked to see them like make a play for a corner. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't really know who's out there. Like, I mean, like I don't like maybe they bring in Richard Sherman for you know, the $3 million they have left. I don't yeah. think he would take $3 million, and I wouldn't if I, I were mean, him, you know, but... once again, we talk about all this cat magic. You can restructure some deals, and maybe that's it. I mean – Yeah, I don't I don't know who their highest paid one of the, person is, but maybe, one of the maybe low take, take some of the money is. away from J.J. Watt and give it to they, uh, uh, fucking Richard Sherman. One of their best pass <laughs> rushers just left. So, Hassan Riddick came to them, like, a quarter of the way through the season in a trade from the Giants, and he had, like, nine sacks. Of course, he was playing across from Chandler Jones, but it almost seemed right. like they, they signed J.J. Watt, so they didn't have to sign him. But the the point I was trying to make was that I think they're geared up on the offensive side of the ball because the NFC West, like, I mean, San Francisco probably has the best. Like, I know the Rams have Aaron Donald and fucking Taylor Ramsey and shit, but, like, I mean, like, the Seahawks defense is a shell of what it was in 2015. It's not good. Yeah, and it's not good at all. yeah, so I think you you gear up on the offensive side of the ball, and just like you don't, you just don't play defense in the NFC West. Like the name of the game is hang fucking whoever scores the most points. I mean, I think within those division games, you'll probably see a lot. You know, like well, some 49, 45 fucking scores coming up this year. Well, so this is a this is a slight segue, but something they did that wasn't on the free agent list, but they made a trade yesterday. So they traded for the center from Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Rodney Hudson, who. Yeah. I saw this stat. He's allowed one sack in the past five years and only five QB pressures in the past five years. That's pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah, it's solid. But I feel like you have and to Oakland, look at it like – And literally Oakland Oakland gave him Rodney Hudson in a seventh-round pick for a third-round pick. Like, Yeah, I think they gave up – That's a hell uh, of a deal. I think the Cardinals set somebody, like a linebacker, somebody I've never mm-hmm. heard of, and a third-round for yeah. – the center and a seventh. So yeah, I mean whatever. Um I don't know. I mean we'll we'll see how it goes. I think I think offensively the Cardinals look pretty fucking solid. Like I think I they're agree. they're a good looking team. It's a bit of a question mark at running back, but you know, whatever. Worst case they, scenario, you just run Kyler Murray. And they had a they had a horrible offensive line. It was like the weak spot of their team last year. So I right. think that uh I think getting like a top five center who's that good, someone who's like, you know, we, we've seen it over the years, right? Like having a good center with a young QB, like think of like Saturday and Manning. Right. You know, you can think of the dude Rogers played with when he was younger. I can't remember his name, but like that, that like means something on an offensive line, having a really good center with a young QB. I feel like that's a pretty good deal. But the reason I wanted to bring that up is in the past 48 hours, Oakland has traded three of their offensive linemen. 
They hate Derek Carr. Yeah, they're trying like, to get Derek Carr killed. I feel like <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So they traded Trent Brown, who was a beast in New England when he was like a nobody. So they signed, they signed him to a big deal, and then a year later trade him back to New England. Um, they trade Rodney Hudson, and then I, I wish I had it up in front of me. I forgot to write it down. There's another guy whose name I knew was um Jackson, Gabe Jackson. Who they gave a big t- a big deal to a couple of years ago. Who's a pretty damn good guard. They traded as well to I think Buffalo, but I might be wrong. Either way, for the reason they're doing this, all the rumors are is that apparently old fucking Davis is out of money. So yeah, I mean, the Davis family has been out of money since the fucking eighties. So, so there was this whole thing where like. They are literally like cash strapped and like don't even have the money to pay the salary cap and shit. So like they're trying to get under it and like do all this weird shit. Probably doesn't help you pay your coach like twenty million dollars a year to go eight and eight. Don't get me wrong, I love John Gruden. Like yeah, that motherfucker signed a fucking but, was it ten ten million a year? One yeah, of the ten things, years, hundred million. Yeah, yeah, fully so, guaranteed. Um, by the way, like someone I was listening to, like so so the Super Bowl John Gruden won. He won with a team he didn't even build. He just showed up there and won it because he got traded from the Bucks to the Raiders, or, or from the Raiders no, to the Bucks. Yeah, Sorry. he won the team with he won the Super Bowl with a yeah. team he didn't build against a team that he did fucking yeah. build. And there's all that rumor about Bill Callahan throwing it and all that. No, shit. it's hundred percent bullshit. Brown, it was bullshit <laughs> Super Bowl. In Tim history. Brown and Jerry Rice love to say that they threw the fucking game. No, the fucked up thing is but is that hold on, hold on. Let me finish my point. For all the money John Gruden's <laughs> making. John Gruden has a career losing record. <laughs> He's trash. He's the most overrated fucking quarterback in history or coach in history. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I'd say he is. He's buns. No, but that, that Super Bowl, the Raiders were favored too. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they were favored. That was the Rich Gannon MVP year. Yeah. That's the that's the, the fakest Super Bowl I've seen since the fucking the it's like Falcons a, threw the Super Bowl against pretty the Patriots. Sure you can't even, can you even find that on the internet? I feel like it never even happened. But now, oh, yeah. You ain't finding that Super Bowl, I promise you. But, yeah, the Raiders are just – they crack me up. I mean, you know, there's all these rumors they might trade Derek Carr. A lot of the teams that need those to be rumors have got one. Years. You know, there's the old Mariota rumors. I feel like someone's going to trade for Mariota just because he played like that game and a half and looked really good, that he's still got that first-round pedigree. Someone's going to try to think they can make him work. But so many teams have QBs. I don't know who's going to be the one that does it with some of these signings. So – It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Raiders going forward. Um, so, yeah, Juju, T.Y., Kenny Galladay, they'll probably fall in the next 24 hours, but it'll be interesting where they go. Running backs. So the top three running backs, only one's been signed. So Chris Carson and James Conner are still out there. I don't think James Conner's very good. Yeah, James Conner's butt. I, I, think Chris, I think Chris Carson's a damn good running back. He's been in Seattle for a few years. He's like some undrafted guy that came out of nowhere. He was right like PF. He's been in the PFF top ten for like two straight years. And um, the also, problem is, is that the problem is nobody wants to pay running backs because you can typically find a fourth or fifth round dude or some dude on the street that'll yeah, do enough. But as we say that, the Green Bay Packers decided to give Aaron Jones twelve million a year over four years. Uh, one point on the Chris Carson train before Jeremy just well he, he's not even here anymore he just got up and left mid podcast that's tight. Um, one point on the Chris Carson train. Uh, 
played in Seattle, put up, you know, solid numbers, not, you know, not world beating numbers, but ran behind one of the shittiest offensive lines in football. Well, that's the point. Like his, his, he's one of those analytic darlings to where like he got hit a lot behind the line. Yeah. He got, you know, he never really had holes to run through and kind of did the best with what he had. Right. So like his, his advanced metrics are really good, but like his numbers aren't great, but they're still not bad when you consider, like you said, Seattle's literally had the worst O line in football for what, a so, ten years since, <laughs> since the I can remember. boom, probably. And that, they, they had know, a terrible like, O line. They just right. And this, like this is a this is an unnecessary segue, but we're buying time until the J well, no, dog. I want no, I want to talk about it because we're going that, That's why Russell Wilson wants out. He's tired of getting fucking sacked all the time. Well, and that's what I was gonna say. That's why I'm not here for the Aaron Rodgers' best quarterback in football. It should be MVP when you have Russell Wilson fighting for his fucking life behind that trash offensive line and just willing them to every victory they have. I mean, Russell Wilson is unbelievably good. It's incredible that team wins oh. ten games a year. Russell Wilson is. Hold on, listen. If, I mean, if we're you, you top, put Russell Wilson on the fucking on the the, the twenty fifteen Cowboys as a Super Bowl champs, guaranteed fucking team. Sixteen and zero. I mean, let's possibly. be honest. I mean, listen. I have Russell Wilson top five all day. I'll, I've often argued he's the best QB in football when we make. He's a hundred percent the best QB. Uh, I don't know because I mean, whatever. He's not like, anymore. So you, Patrick Mahomes Pat, showed up. Pat, Pat, Patrick, yeah. just, he's on an I mean, island. Yeah, my Brady, real fucking always, good. But listen, Brady. Yeah, but Brady's an outlier, though. Yeah, at this point, we don't. I want to initiate what's called. Listen, here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> and I'm gonna go ahead and segue into this because you brought up Brady. Sam has a new rule in this podcast. Jeremy pooping in there too. <laughs> Sam has what's now called the Mount Rushmore rule, right? It's just four Brady heads on the mountain. No, that's it. No, when we're having these conversations at some point, yes, Brady's the best. No, no, no. It's he, not exactly. No, no, hold on. I'm talking about let me finish my in the point. league, Sam. I know, but no, 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 just let me finish my point, right? It's not even fun to have this conversation and bring up Brady. Just like in hockey, it's not fun to have the bring up Gretzky. But he just wasn't like the, playing. Like Dude, it was on the Mount Rushmore. It's, it's Brady, Gretzky, uh, Jordan. Jordan, and who? Tiger, uh, to me, Babe Ruth. I guess. I mean, those are the three. Uh, Babe Ruth was a fucking pitcher in the Yeah, but who, who in baseball? I mean, I don't know if baseball has one. I don't watch don't even baseball. get one. Yeah, I mean, I'm plus, fine with leaving baseball. baseball you have a hitter and a pitcher. Like, I think the greatest pitcher I've ever seen is probably Pedro Martinez. But no, I would, I would agree with your Mount Rushmore. If it's, if it's Brady Gretzky, Tyson, or Brady Gretzky, Jordan, and uh, you know Tiger Woods, Brady, Brady Gretzky, uh, Tyson, and <laughs> yeah, well, so it's a, it's a five-headed Mount well, Rushmore. On. We don't talk <laughs> about Brady <laughs> Gretzky, Tyson, Tiger, and Jordan. What <laughs> But my whole point of my whole point of the rule was if you are the greatest ever at your sport, I, we can call it a different rule if we want. I know Rat might only got four heads. But my point is, is like if you were unequivocally the goat at your sport, specifically position, right? Let's just talk about position. You can never argue that Tom Brady isn't the best. So it's not fun to have a conversation. Like, yeah, well, Tom Brady's better. Yeah, you know, right. shit, he is. Let's no, just I'm with you there. remove him from the convo. Let's talk about everybody else because it, no, it gets I get interesting. It. I, I get where we're going with this, yeah. but what I'm saying is he's still in the league. That's why I'm. I like, get. Hey, still, but that's why I got to bring it up. Out. Like, yeah, he's still there. And do I think right now, as we stand, he's one of the five best QBs in the league? No, I don't. But I don't want to have that argument with you. So let's just take him out of the yeah, room. It's not going to make sense ever because it's going to end up the same as it always does. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fun. But either way. Let's, I mean, whatever. Russell Wilson is easily whether top Brady's in it or not. Yeah, whether Brady's yeah, in yeah, it or no, not, no. Russell's like three, right? If you want to go he's, he's Holmes and Brady, least. and then you got Russell, and then you got Rodgers. Like, those are your four. I thought my he, fifth was Deshaun Watson. 
I don't know who will ever play football again. So yeah, it might be Andy Dalton now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Kirk but, Cousins just got bumped up a notch. Yeah, exactly. Kirk Cousins may have just made the top twenty. Oh fuck you, Kirk Cousins is good. No, he's not. The, the Vikings can barely. The Vikings win like five games a year, and they yeah, win but, like forty yeah, mil a year. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins also has the same problem. Not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not making this don't, direct comparison. This. So before don't you fucking this. say anything, don't shut the fuck this. up. Kirk Cousins oh suffers God. from the same illness that Russell Wilson suffers from, and that both of those offensive lines are trash. Grant, I think Russell Wilson is infinitely better than Kirk Cousins, but he also has probably the second shittiest offensive line in football. Yeah, you know what? It turned out the minute Kirk Cousins left, all of a sudden the Redskins O line looked really good because Kirk quit, quit holding football wasn't standing team. right there holding the fucking ball. <sighs> football team. I mean, he threw for like five K yards his whole fucking career. What the fuck you talking about? Mm. Hey, hey, they went so, to the playoffs with Cousins. So now that Jeremy's back, I can finally segue into my point. This is awesome. So, the one running back signed, Jeremy, Aaron Jones, $12 million a year for four years. All right, so the, the way it's broken down, did you check out how it was broken down? Well, no. I, 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 that, that's what I have written down, so you tell me. Because you guys are over the cap now, right? So you can't oh, sign yeah. anybody else. Yeah, I mean we can because I, I, so that's that was my thing that we talked about briefly last week was it you get penalized for going mm-hmm. over, but like how much can you go over? I don't know. That's, I I don't know enough about that. I think the penalty just grows the more you go over. But right, so that's, that's what I'm saying. So I mean you can sign more people, but like I get what you're saying. Like you can't really. Yeah. So how do you I like this signing, signing because I mean you got rid of fucking Williams. Which I I like that one two punch that we had for three years. Yep. But I think that Jones is a good sign. I I could I, I don't think you let him go. You can't let him go. So I agree, right? To your point that Aaron Jones is really good. Here's the thing I want to hit you with. We also lost our center, so. Well, I want to point that out. Okay. Instead of instead of signing Aaron Jones, and you signed Aaron Jones, you let Corey Lindsley, who was the number one rated center in football by PFF. Right. Go to the Chargers, which is I think yeah. a great signing for the Chargers. It's a, it's they a have a sign. terrible O line, and you give a center that good in front of Herbert. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but I'm happy but, for him because he got fucking paid. I'm happy for him too, but he's still making the same amount of money as Aaron Jones. I get and, it. But, all right, all right. So hold on. Okay, hold Listen. on. Listen. Who was your first two? Who'd you draft in the first round last year? Green Bay. Jordan or Jordan Love? A QB who's a backup. Yeah, we'll, he'll Who, be a backup for a long time. Hold on. Who'd you draft in the second round? Um, I'd fucking try to think. I'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, tell me. I don't fuck off. AJ Dillon, a fucking oh, yeah, running yeah. back. Yeah, I, th- I, I so, thought he was on. third round. So, but that's yeah. my point, right? Is like similar to that Patriots point I made earlier. And this, I just want your two cents on this, right? Like, I know Packers fans are always talking about drafts and what they do. So, last year, you draft Jordan Love, a backup QB. Right. And you draft a running back, and then instead of letting that running back start this year, you're spending all this money on Aaron Jones instead of a center or somebody else. Like so, that's the weird thing. Like he could have drafted somebody else and just kept Aaron Jones. Well, they could have just drafted cares. a fucking wide receiver and been done with it. I, I was gonna bring up all the wide receivers that fell in that first and second say, round around those guys, but I wasn't gonna do that to you. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be that it. guy. Yeah, but, no, yeah. I, I, don't I didn't want to bring up Chase Claypool and all those beasts. I'll say so. The fact that. One, you signed fucking Jordan Love, which 
why do you go? I don't know. I feel like that guy falls. They traded up for him too. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, like I mean, and it, yeah. So either way, they traded up. Like, I think it was like three spots. Even, yeah, but not even that one. Like literally, you spent a you wasted a second round draft pick on a running back, and then you give Aaron Jones all this money. So like, like I, I don't think Dylan is Aaron Jones worthy. Like they're not in the same category. Dylan's fucking good, but they're two style of fucking running backs. One is a fucking third down fucking brawler. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is a fucking scat back who can also catch the ball very well, who fucking made a lot of big catches down the stretch to make them a fucking really good passing offense in the later games. But I get what you're saying. You could have signed fucking Corey Lindsley. Or I, don't I, draft A.J. Dillon and draft somebody else. Like, yeah, just, but that's my only okay. point. Like, that. I know you're trying to make it sound good, and I'm trying to push no, it, it a little it, bit. It, well, it doesn't but sound like, good. When because... you look at it, when you look at the holistic picture, it's like I get Aaron Jones is good. Like we all know, Aaron Jones is good at football. Well, he did. well yes, I'm saying like if you so you look at it that way, like you, you see if you don't sign him, you let him go for free. Mm-hmm. Like why? It, and that's just a fucking a stupid play. But you're not letting him go for free because you wasted a second round draft pick last year on a running back that's not going to play now. That's my only. He point. fucking played like, plenty last year. I mean, he's not a fucking. I know. Not, I guess my whole thing is like he'll definitely if, play more now because they I split, assumed, they, they, they split I just, heavy carries between him yeah. and Williams. Oh yeah, and Williams is now gone. But that's what I'm saying. I think everyone's assumption had to be when Jones is in a contract, you take a running back in the second round because you're gonna let Jones walk and pay the money somewhere else. I mean, maybe. And then you sign him. I just found it weird when still the second wide receiver on the team is Alan Lazard, who when he plays is okay, and Scantling ain't very good. I mean, Scantling. I think he puts. I think he makes the push to be the the uh, what number two this year. Really, over Lazard? Yeah, I like, I th- I like Lazard when he's healthy. He just seems yeah. Say when when he's healthy. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that he's a healthy. Yeah, low key. Their second best receiver is Robert Tunyon. That dude. Well, and I mean, at least we fucking decided to keep him. I mean, he's he's not fucking big money worthy yet. If he does another season like he did last year, he'll be big money worthy. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, know, I don't, if know. I don't know if he's good or Aaron Rodgers made him good, but. Oh, he, he definitely. Of, he was one Aaron of Rodgers. Definitely I didn't know his fucking good. name. He was like an undrafted dude. Yeah, no, no one knew who he was. Yeah, I think the fucking season before he had like four catches or something like that. Some yeah. wild ass stat to then leading the fucking league as tight ends and fucking touchdowns. I just feel like this is the, this is the reason that you know Aaron Rodgers is one of those dudes that don't really say a whole lot negative. You know, I know. Well, he hasn't half, had any fucking say. They just keep overruling. This, I know half this podcast hates him. So you can oh, chime in whenever you want. But like Fresh. there's <laughs> always these like rumors of him like wanting out and whatever, but he never really says it publicly. But like you can almost see why. He does and he I does think it's the, but actually say it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's but what I'm you saying. can but almost he has see why fucking reasons, yeah. Right. It's the same, and I same think reason it's the, why. And I think it's this and I brought this up on an old podcast, but I think it's the same reason Tom Brady left. Like at some point you look around as you get older at your team and you're like you guys have done a shit job of building a team around me. You win because of me. Yeah, I can I mean, now I can now leave and go somewhere where there's already a pretty solid team, jump in there and win a fucking Super Bowl. Or at least be fucking a lot better. I mean, I don't like, think Aaron Rodgers leaves. I think he's fine. I don't think he'll I, leave I, either. I, I, I'm I just, just saying think, you can understand his frustration. So oh, yeah, I mean, especially a lot of after these last year. After last like, year when they fucking were basically in talks, they're like, hey, we're definitely getting you a wide receiver mm-hmm. in the first round this year. And they didn't. They got his fucking predecessor. Yeah. 
Like that that's like your ultimate fucking slap in yeah, the face. You got and, Russell and, Wilson I mean, sitting around like draft a fucking lineman for Christ's sake. Like do well, something. So, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. So I mean there's also three hundred pounds, please. There's also yeah, potential something. to pick up there's a lot of good offensive linemen in this draft and I think there's potential to to get a couple good snags in the late yeah, rounds. And, and hopefully they and hopefully someone does it. Like, right? They, they're saying this is so last year was like the last year they said it was like one of the deeper wide receiver classes ever. And it we was. saw it. Like yeah. <laughs> there was like five or six rookie wide receivers who were fucking good out the gate. Shit. And like I, I don't know exactly like, off the top this of year head, they're like, saying it's solid. Up, it's pretty top heavy, but there's some dudes that they're saying are pretty good. Well, there was a lot of fucking wide receivers that dropped into the late first round, even second round, that would have been way better pickups than fucking Jordan Love. Once again, I'm gonna say Chase Claypool. Well, I've yeah, never I mean, heard yeah, of he's a fucking dude, but he's a fucking yeah, beast. But, well, no, he was he Jefferson was fucking, went fucking late. I say he was he was talked about. I mean, their Dame usually puts out them big stud receivers that don't get talked yeah, about. But he was always taken, fucking. He was so taken bad. in the second round. That's what I'm saying. Like, they yeah. they could yeah, but like there's stuff that they didn't they didn't need to get Jordan Love man. That, that's that. I mean, I was disappointed for sure. I know everybody yeah. else, like on the team, was probably disappointed too. Like, finally, we have a chance. There's a big fucking wide receiver draft, yeah. and we pick up fucking. I mean. From, from Utah for, State for the sake too. of argument, I'm just going to go ahead and do it real quick. I'm going to tell you who got drafted behind Jordan Love. I mean, yeah, wide I receiver. Mean, shit, well, shit, give me the fucking the, the fucking picks like, coming up to that. That, that could have been what we could have. We could have jumped up a couple more. So draft right picks before well. Love was Brandon Ayuk, who I love. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, he's two he's, picks before him was Justin Jefferson. That's, that's what I'm saying. He was there. Yeah. So yeah. You drafted him. He probably wouldn't have gotten CD Lamb. But hold on. <laughs> Start the second round. It went T. Higgins and Michael Pittman Jr. T. Higgins yeah. is a beast, and Pittman Jr. showed I some mean, good shit. I'll say Pittman Jr. looked, looked real good in the late games. You know, the the second round, the 49th pick overall was Claypool. I mean, I'm with you, man. That's, that's a subject that I can't, you know, I can't fucking argue with. You got Denzel Mims, that dude on the Jets, who obviously yeah. he's a Jets player, but, like, he actually looks pretty solid. Like, I don't know. I, all I'm saying is, is like, I understand Packers fans frustrations. And when like Roger I mean, acts a little bit weird, when he's like, quit wasting draft picks. Like just, yeah. I mean, and they just got rid of Tim. Take a lineman. So. Take a defensive player. Shit. Take someone that makes my defense better. Do something besides draft backups. I mean, so I mean, at this point, Jordan Love is definitely the backup. Like, no matter what, because they just got rid of Tim Boyle. He went to the Detroit Lions. So I know. The, the, you know what the funny thing is, dude? Like, I'm going to segue a little bit into something weird that now y'all know about, but like, like fucking for some reason, like Jordan loves fucking rookie cards, sell like fucking hotcakes, expensive as shit. Maybe like, he's gonna be the next. Motherfuckers are just assuming because he's a first round pick, he's gonna fucking be awesome at some point. Oh, he's no, supposed no. to be the starter out there when they cut Rodgers. Oh no, man! That, I mean that, that shit. He could fucking show up and just look fucking amazing, and they might decide to do some wild shit. But I doubt that. I mean, maybe who knows. I mean, he, I mean, the man was MVP last year, so unless he fucking gets fucking space jammed and loses all his skills, he ain't going anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> we hit on some offense. We already talked about the tight ends. There's only two tight ends that were worth a fuck. The Patriots signed both of them. And they're both Johnny now. Moneybag Smith. They're both now tied for the third highest paid tight ends in the league. Behind Kelsey and Kittle, which is I mean, I'm for it, dude. Johnny Smith's fucking nasty. Man. I mean, they're <laughs> it's a good. fucking the fucking great fucking song. I think Johnny Smith's good, but the fact you're paying him and Hunter Henry the same fucking amount and they're they're both <laughs> now tied for third, I love yeah. it. 
I, I fucking check with wide the fuck over. That's what I mean, I mean he, it's a, he was a big fan of having that two tight end shit. Too. Yeah, he, he loved had that. A minute. And then they, the last they still have a ton of cap room. So yeah, oh yeah, the last big signing that I kind of wanted to hit on was one close to my heart. <laughs> my boy Trent Williams got fucking paid. About time. I mean, yeah, he deserves. Listen, sure. he's been he's been the best left tackle in football probably for the past fucking decade, and. He graded out as number one this year after all the shit the Redskins or sorry the Washington mm. Football Team put him through. He was amazing for us for all those years. <laughs> Fucking held that team down when we had great running games and everything else. And the, the boy went back with Shannon and got paid six years at twenty four mil a year. Like I'm sure there's some weird cap shit I haven't read yet where like it gets voided and there's some stupid shit. But whatever. The man's like thirty one. He's still grading out as the number one tackle in football and he got fucking paid and that just makes me happy because as much as I hate the Shanahan's for own personal reasons I love Trent Williams and I hate the fact that we fucked him up and made him leave but I'm happy he got paid yeah, I mean, get that him, get that paycheck that's what I'm saying plus it's a lot easier to protect a quarterback who's well I don't know is Jimmy G good I don't think so but, no, well, that's no. the reason they want to trade him. They realize that that backup they have, what's that dude's name? Nick Mullins. They, oh, win. Okay. <laughs> they win just as much with Nick Mullins as Jimmy G. I feel like Shanahan's decided he can win with anybody. It's Jimmy G is real good looking, though. Yeah, no, he's, he's a stud. He definitely, he definitely looks the part. Mm-hmm. Tough to cut him. The fucked up thing what? is we wouldn't be talking like that if he would have won that Super Bowl. <laughs> like, Jimmy G, all right, man. I mean, he got a, he got three Super Bowls. I mean, uh, I guess. But he didn't, though. So is there any other free agency uh, little tidbits you want to hit on before we're done with this? Any little? I don't think so. I think we I hit think on you, everything. I think you've done a really good job of hitting on everything. I think we did. Yeah, I mean, um, we hit all the major ones, at least. I'm sure there's, like, some fucking kicker that got signed. Oh, the Cardinals Nick signed Cole. Matt Prater. Yeah, Nick. Oh, Matt Prater's still in the fucking league. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, the last big name I saw on the unsigned list was old Jadavion Clowney. Ain't been signed yet. I didn't even yeah. know he was. Wait, I thought he did get signed. Oh, uh, maybe I missed it then. But according yeah, to PFF, I mean, he, he hadn't got signed yet. The uh, the Deshaun Watson news kind of overshadows anything else. So. I know. Who who did Clowney get signed by? I feel like I I feel like. I know one. I don't fucking know. No. Yeah. So, uh, the yeah. Watson thing got a the Watson thing took over NFL Twitter to the point in Twitter and Instagram to the point where um a lot of the say, signings you kind of missed. Chaz at that point in the podcast where he just don't give a fuck anymore. They want to go bad. <laughs> so um, I uh, said yeah, we, we, well, we didn't we didn't hit on the uh what you watch or play this week though. Well, I was gonna say let's take one more break and then let's um let's close it out with that and a little bit of the bets of the week. All right, cool. Because I got to piss again anyway. Yep. So, so do I. We'll be we'll be back in two and two. And we are back for the home stretch. So, uh, you know, you guys heard our takes and feels about the NFL. So now it's time to get into the nitty gritty of the pod. Now it is what time. You're really here for? Yeah, you know, we decided we got to start making y'all wait for. It. We don't want y'all to listen to the beginning and then just zone out when you hear our shitty opinions. We're so trying to have y'all listen to this on your commute to work and your commute home. Oh, of course, uh-huh. of course. You know, we want to be the only podcast you listen to. <laughs> so now we're going to hit on what we um, watched and played this week when uh, one of us is on quarantine. So I imagine he's got a full list of shit he's been yes, doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I uh, love actually. 
been I'm dying in him. him. I mean, yeah, I'm already talking, so we can That's just fine. do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished, uh, I, I went back, like I said, a couple weeks ago on a podcast that'll never be released anyway. Um, I started watching the <laughs> F1 Drive to Survive, so I, I fucked up. I watched season two because I wasn't aware that there was already two seasons. So this week I went back and watched the first season. It's pretty solid, but it was about the 2018 season, I think. So it's like shit that's not really relevant anymore, but it was still, I mean, it's a good ass show. If you haven't it's seen so it cool. and you like, yeah, you like racing or whatever, like you should check it out. It's kind of like the, uh, like I've told y'all offline or whatever. It's like the hard knocks of Formula One racing. So it's, you know, it's behind the scenes. It's gritty as shit. It's a good time. Um, so I finished that and then that was over. So I started, I watched, uh, oh, by the way, season three of that comes out, excuse me, tomorrow being March 19th. And a little, a, a little low key insight to next week. We are going to do a little F1 discussion before yeah, the uh, season kicks off. You know, we got some racing fans. Yeah. We've got uh, some big names moving, switching teams. We got the, uh, the Bahrain Grand Prix coming up at the, the Baku circuit, I believe. I'm new to this shit. So, like, don't come at me if I got that wrong. Yeah. I don't really care. I'll just delete your emails anyway. Um, but yeah. So I watched that and then I watched, finally watched Ford v. Ferrari. Such Solid a good movie. fucking flick. Man. Such a good movie, dude. Solid. Matt Damon can, he's just not a bad actor. Like, Dude, and Christian Bale, like, when he plays a character, like, I feel like he didn't need to, like, you could, like, obviously we've seen him in a billion movies. You could tell that, like, he probably watched a billion races and other shit to see how that acted just to, like, try to play him accurately. Like, that dude goes above and beyond. And then Matt Damon is just so great. Like, fucking Carol Shelby, man. That accent, the fucking hat. Yeah, man. Fucking nail it, man. And uh, that was my big takeaway. It was like, Matt Damon was awesome as Carol Shelby, but. Christian Bale's Ken Miles was just different. Like that team was so fucking good at yeah. playing that role, man. But I mean, yeah, it's a great movie. movie. Yeah, and you care about fucking racing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's you know they indulge a little bit of shit on it, but like for the most part, it's it's true story. And you know, if you're if you're in the crowd and you're a reader, the book that that movie is based off of is called Go Like Hell. I can't remember who wrote it. Doesn't really matter. Just Google fucking Go Like Hell, and the book will pop up. But that's the more in-depth story of that movie. It's it's a solid fucking read, too, man. I'm like, so, I read that shit in, like, three days. For the record, I'm not even a racing fan. But if you just, if you like movies and, like, acting and shit like that, it is a good-ass movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's and, just yeah. one of those. And if you're a racing fan, it is one of the better, probably, racing movies. Mm-hmm. Shit, it might be the, probably the best racing movie since old Days of Thunder. Also, isn't the guy that played Lee Iacocca, isn't that the Punisher guy? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say so, that's fucking old Johnny Bernthal, baby. Yeah, so he and V son turn up. He was he was great as Lee Iacocca, and like the whole the whole synopsis of the movie, I guess, to like sum it up in you know the everyman terms, it's like it's right when like Ford was rebranding because they were getting outsold like shit in the '60s by Chevy because they had the fucking the Corvette and the Chevelle and shit. So then, like Ford was like they weren't really making shit. They didn't have a flashy car, so it's basically like. It's a little bit twofold. Like it's it's the story of how Ford went to Le Mans with the the original GT40 and beat Ferrari for four years straight. I think it was like '66 through '69. They won the 24 Hours Le Mans. But like the side part to that is it's also it's the birth of the fucking Ford Mustang. Like yeah. that was the the reason the they did that, it is they were trying to you know they were getting their asses whooped in the market and they were like yeah, yeah. we need to build a fucking race car right somebody and the wants only, to buy. 
Right. The only racing thing that they were involved in was NASCAR. But like, you know, Iacocca says in the movie, like NASCAR was super regional. So like pretty much only the South cared about NASCAR at that point. So you weren't selling cars based off of NASCAR in the rest of the country. But that's a solid little fucking flip. But no. Uh, other than that, I started watching uh, Thousand Pound Sisters on Hulu. Hey, oh, you started it. watching it? Yeah, fucking, we were at the beach, fucking, uh, Jeremy put an episode on, and, like, we dicked around with it for a little bit, and then, like, I got home and was like, yeah, like, I'm for sure trying to start this, man. That's that's a solid fucking show. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, bro. That shit is wild. Like, it's just just a wild time. I think I'm, like, four or five episodes into it right now, and it's just Hand me it's a insane. fucking unit. I'm telling you, yeah, one, of them, one of them teams that need a fucking the right tackle should pick up Tammy fucking Slayton. Uh-huh. She big as a house, boy. Just to re- go back to the uh, Ford versus Ferrari thing, uh, the, the person that wrote that book, or the author, sorry, is A.J. Bamey. I think that's how yeah, you say his name. Hold on, did you finally fact check for the first time all episode? <laughs> no, well, no, well, no. <laughs> that point, well, Eric, well, it, Eric's but... been holding down the facts all episode. Like, well, actually, I got the shit pulled up this time. Well, not, well, not even that. Right, so, in so, terms like, wait a minute, I found a spot well, to get so, in here. <laughs> let's just say with the fucking the football stats, that's just shit that you guys had note-wise. That's not like facts that you guys, like some random Dude, shit. Like, listen, That was a random most, notable Most fact. of that shit I said was all the fucking stupid podcasts I listened to. I was just like, I remembered a couple of them. I was say, like, I don't read fucking books, so like, <laughs> I, don't I wouldn't either. be able to... That's what I'm saying. So like, I I probably botched that guy's name, but yeah, I was like, I, I haven't read interrupt a, him on. I haven't read a book tear, since so. high school when they made me. Chaz yeah, is exactly. Hey, hey if, Chaz. Uh, if y'all, if y'all, if the listeners out there need some book advice, come to your boy. Hit me up. Oh, yeah, whatever. Just like I'm the I'm the nerd, but also if you're a huge dork, it's uh it's on Kindle for ten bucks, and you get the audio book for free. But you know, just read for yourself. It's not that fucking hard. I'm on the Sorcerer's Stone. I agree. No, we yeah, were. Yeah. Uh, we were actually just talking about Ford versus Ferrari. Have you seen that yet? No, nah, I heard it straight though. Christian uh, Bale. They're talking it's a good ass movie. Matt Damon. You yeah, was Matt the other. You, you was the other movie guy. <laughs> here. I thought maybe you'd seen it. Um. So, so Jerm, what have you been uh watching playing this week? So this. Oh, week, and also man. to to sorry. Oh my not to, god! Not to god, here, no, no, to, baby, you good. To, to, to polish off what I've been playing, uh, it's it's F one twenty twenty. By the way. It's, you're it. just all in on that, huh? Uh, I've been playing F1. Uh, Dicks around playing the first, the Mafia remaster. Solid fucking Ooh, movie. Yes, sir. Nice. I like that. I like that. So, yeah, I'm I fucking, uh, my, my shit this week was I started season three of Yellowstone. Oh, did you start season three? Did you buy yeah. it? Yeah, I bought all three seasons. So fuck it, just full uh, send. Stimmy, son. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to show up free somewhere. I'm gonna have to buy the motherfucker. They have it. They, they have it. So bad. They have it on whatever app, man. Where you can fucking. It's only got season two on there though. It's on. Also, uh, for the for the illicit crowd, Peacock. I think it's. I think it's oh, free it's on. on I think it's free on the piratebay.org. Yeah, oh. that that's the one. I'm also, sure. if you have cable, I think you can just watch it for free. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if, if, if you have that channel, yeah, Paramount or whatever. So yeah, I've been watching. I watched that. That's all I've like, I just binge watched. How's season three starting off so far? It, it's good, man. It's a little bit slower. So like, it's just. I, I mean, season four about to be just just spun up, son. Yeah, <laughs> that show's so fucking good, man. God. But yeah, I mean, it's fucking. The, yeah, all three seasons, fucking top tier, fucking ten out of ten. 
And then the fucking game I've been playing. I didn't really play too many video games, but the last two days I've been fucking just grinding GTA online. Just fucking online. Nice, nice, nice. Got a couple, got a couple of businesses, man. Been slinging some weed at a club. Nice. I feel like oh, yeah. uh, we got to start running that, man. Dude, I'm I know. Cool. I haven't been so on it in a minute, funny, but I kind of want to play it. And yeah, I had some motherfuckers that... just gunning me down. Fucking like, I had like the, you know, the, I'm sure you guys have seen like the memes on GTA online, the fucking like purple and the green guys. Yeah. Yeah. I got caught. I got caught in the one of their battles last night. Just fucking, just ran through them, hopped out. Fucking, with, I don't know what kind of fucking rifle it was. It was just like on top of a hill, just picking those guys off, and they were just mad, frenzied, just fucking chasing me down the fucking hills. <laughs> shit was fucking. I couldn't have more fucking fun. Dude, dude that shit didn't was have like, uh, Miles dude, the green versus purple. No, it been. Oh, dude, no. <laughs> boy would have called me a couple names. And they yeah, would have. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see, he got traded today. Yeah, but the uh, who? The fucking Euro League? Uh no. Um shit. So I, I had it I had it written <laughs> down. I don't remember. But yeah, he Myers Leonard got traded today. Which was funny. Let's see where he went. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. So Phil in the dead space. He is on the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, he got yeah. traded to the Thunder. For fucking Trevor Ariza. Yeah. Solid pickup yeah. for the Heat, yeah. I guess, if it's in 2010. Yeah, Trevor Ariza's a hundred. I don't think he's played a fucking game this year so yeah i haven't, I haven't heard that guy's name since he played for the wizards so exactly that's my point yeah <laughs> and that was like eight years ago yeah i feel Paul like Pierce I'm playing, was there <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like i used him on nba 2k6 so yeah, exactly um so what have i been doing this week um ain't nobody ask <laughs> <laughs> just fucking just bankroll us why do i why do i get on a bed of money why do i have to go last why can't you go? Last? I mean, Chaz says anything. Chaz checked out on this podcast. He want to yeah. quit. He want to go do yeah. a podcast with Logan. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> go ahead, Chaz. What have you been watching and playing this week? Okay. Yeah, Chaz, what have you been watching? I watched that blockbuster documentary. The last. Oh, the last... Yeah, yeah, it's solid. Dude, solid. I worked with said yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, it, I wouldn't say awesome. The guy you work with's an idiot, <laughs> but it is good. Uh, fair enough. It, it's a solid little doc, man. I mean, it's cool. Um, I didn't know Dish Network bought Blockbuster. I wondered why our shit said Blockbuster on it for a while. Who bought Dish Network? Hmm? Who bought Dish Network? There's no way that's like a self-sustained company. No, no, no. Dish has been buying a bunch of shit, man. Dish owns HughesNet, all that bullshit, Blockbuster. Uh, All the poor people shit. Yeah, they bought Boost Mobile. Like, all the poor people shit, son. (laughs) Anybody that's... If your credit score under 400, Blockbuster... Not Blockbuster. Dish got a piece of you. I was gonna say this network doing doing big business in section eight housing. I'm telling you, son. <laughs> I don't like to drill through that this, border, but we, we in there. We're gonna have to edit out a bunch of that right now. Nah, nah, ain't none of that <laughs> getting That's edited. facts. But uh, you got you got a hammer drill in that van? I do. Dude, hammer drills big fun, man. Oh, <laughs> it's a dog. good time. I try not to use that motherfucker though. I remember the first time I used a hammer drill was to put a like a, a exterior light on a warehouse. I was drilling from like the inside out. I got like halfway through the wall on the inside, and then the fucking drill just wasn't going anymore. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Like this fucking drill just like ain't doing it. So I'm fucking trying to flashlight down the hole or whatever. And I'm drilling through like a piece <laughs> of fucking rebar. And I'm like, all right, well, fuck this. Like, I ain't stopping now. I'm gonna drill through this fucking rebar. Yeah, you'll eventually <laughs> make it through. Yeah, I went through like right four bit. fucking drill bits. But you I mean, probably didn't have the right bit, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that fucking that light got through there though. I mean, that shit's probably not working now because your boy was not a good electrician, but 
did drill through a fucking piece There's of rebar. There's a hole there that drill. people will use for years to come, though, because ain't nobody yeah, I mean, doing that. I'm sure, I'm sure that sure wall cracked the shit, you know, structurally yeah, speaking. Yeah. That's not what you're supposed to say. I was going to say, an earthquake hits Manat, but, you know, but, um, whatever. I got a, <laughs> Y'all I got don't another. know my real names, so sue me. <laughs> I got another, another shit I watched. I care a lot. Anybody How else? is that, by the way? Is that good? Dude, it is fucking great. Like, it has been a while since I've watched, like, a Netflix movie and been like, this is the shit, or a movie in general. Yeah. This movie's fucking good, man. I couldn't tell watching the previews. Like, Rosa, like part of me thought it was going to be good. Part of me was a little confused. Nah, dude. Rosamund Pike, is that how you say her name? Ro- yeah. Ro- Rosamund? Yeah. Dude, that bitch can fucking act, man. If there's oh, one yeah. chick out here that can play a soulless cunt... It is her. Well, I mean, let's be honest. You want to go ahead and get, do five minutes on the biggest villain in movie history and talk about fucking Gone Girl? Gone Girl? Not this pod, but this movie. Dude, if you want to talk about a villain, her character in this trumps it. Hold on. Hold on. How? Are you fucking kidding me? Watch the fucking movie, man. I doubt Dude, you just sold me. I'm watching that shit this week. Watch the movie, dude. It's if good. If you dude, say it, Trump. Tr- when's the last time you saw Gone Girl? Hold on. When's the last time you watched Gone Girl? Been, I watched it. About- Six months Amazing, ago, probably. Bro. Okay, because I was saying I've watched it in the past Dude, few months. This, this, fuck, this bitch is dark, man. No shit. Yes. No say, damn. Dude, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm save, the, uh, save the movie. Save the movie villain talk for when me and Jeremy are on the Pinehurst trip in September. Mm-hmm. Nice. Peter Dinklage is in it too. I saw that. All that. That's what kind of got me a little bit soul was when I saw Peter Dinklage. Dude, that little fucker, he's about four, you know, he's about 3'11", but that's son of a bitch <laughs> act too, man. He's, a, he's about oh. a foot taller than Kyler Murray. Dude, he's like one of, he's like literally one of the best living actors, dude. That yeah, it's so just, good. it's got a really good cast and the story yeah. is really fucking solid. Peter Dinklage's best role was the fucking children's author, author in Elf. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Talk about. Tell me that one more time. Talk you about, ever seen a. I need a black S five hundred to pick me up. I need the interior temperature to be seventy degrees. You ever seen um Death at a Funeral when they moved? I thought the you were gonna say with, Game of Thrones. No, you ever seen the Death at a Funeral remake with Chris Rock and Chris Tucker? Is it the Tyler Perry joint? I don't think Tyler Perry. I've did. seen it. I've seen that movie. The movie's good. Yeah, it's a solid flick. Yeah, Chad knows what I'm talking about. That movie's funny as shit, and Dink Legit is fucking amazing. He's he's. <laughs> you forget, honestly. You forget this dude's a little person. Like when you watch him act, <laughs> he's so good, dude. He's so good. <laughs> oh, he's so good. You're like, this dude's a regular height guy. You know, a so regular good. height guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're getting fucking canceled. On that. Maybe we get canceled. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Maybe we're, we're, wrong, we're, I'm saying you forget maybe we're on the big tall. He's maybe, so we're good. The, maybe we're on the Bill Burr train where, like, as much as they try to cancel him, they just can't. That's oh, been my hope in life is yeah. that no matter what happens, I'm just going to be completely honest. Look, I mean, honestly, control. if we get canceled, like, what are we losing? You know? Like, nah, I don't care. This shitty ass podcast. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Like, nobody nobody out there knows what company I work for. So, <laughs> like, we're golden. They know where I work. And I, can I was going to say, Chaz is fucked for sure. But <laughs> I mean, they're probably about- happy I'm spitting these facts about them. Can I talk about what I watch this week now without somebody yelling at me? Yeah, you go for Probably it. Probably not, because if you watch some stupid shit, yeah. would you watch reruns of the 1983 WrestleMania? No, actually, I, you know. <laughs> Is we, it we, close? We're going to discuss wrestling another time. Yeah. Um, I started rewatching Justified, which might be Ooh, one of the five best TV shows ever. Timothy yeah, Oliphant. I mean, it's... Timothy Oliphant is a bad 
bad fucking man, dude. Look, if you're a fan of Timothy Oliphant, you should watch fucking that show that's not justified, but it's like uh, uh, the office. Deadwood. Deadwood. Oh, I love. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, and he, he was in I've, the office. Dude, I've I've seen, that's why I can't see I, him. I've watched. Time. I've watched Deadwood probably three different times all the way through since it came out. I love. That's that. a badass show. You should just dude, not Deadwood's watch so fucking Justified good. and go watch Deadwood. Instead. Well, the thing is, is like, so I've I've already watched. I've literally watched Justified probably twice all the way through. But Katie's never seen it. So she was like, we should watch that Justified show that you used to watch all the time and I really followed. And I was like, fucking bet. It sounds a lot better than The Crown and the other shit. Who else is in it? What was it? Walton Goggins? Walton Goggins, dude. He was a fucking G. Dude, Dude, Walton Goggins is so good. Dude, he's the guy from... um, Like, is he gay or not, you know? He he was in the Tarantino movies. So, like, he was in... um, He was the... He was like the enforcer at Leonardo's compound in um, Django Unchained. He I was, was going to Google guys. Him. Yeah, it's when like, you see I his honestly, face, you're going to go, oh, that guy's awesome and everything. Yeah, Walton Goggins is great. I honestly only watched Django for the fucking Don Johnson scenes. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, other than that, whatever. I mean, it's a good movie, but. Yeah, like I forget that DiCaprio's in it because Don Johnson is so fucking good. Oh, that guy. That guy's got a big fucking forehead, man. God he does. damn. And he is so good in that show. Like, literally, the entire show is based off him and Oliphant. Dude, I'm not kidding. You could you could build Dulles Airport five times over on this motherfucker's oh, yeah. forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That but dude has a mountain for a forehead. You could put the the Tom Brady, Tyson, Tiger, Jordan, Gretzky, Mountain all in his dude's fucking forehead, with and then build a fucking like a regional airport on top of it. This is true. Goddamn, dude. So the other thing I'm gonna hit on real quick that I started watching, but you know we pretty much watch Justified every night in an episode or two, but the week before that we started watching Modern Families on Hulu now. So I never really watched Modern Family when it was on TV. So I randomly like turned it on one night. I was like, oh, I'm going to start at episode one. See about this shit. Dude, I swear to God, that is probably the funniest TV show I've ever watched in my life. It's the new, uh, it's the Al Bundy joint, right? The yeah. Ed O'Neill shit with mm-hmm. Sophia Vergara with her yeah. just uh, quadruple Ds. I used to yeah. watch it at Powell Wellness Center when I was on a treadmill when I was 14. <laughs> Dude, so. That yeah. shit's fucking funny, man. I'm sorry. It's fucking hilarious. No, it ain't bad. If you need a nice, like, 30-minute show that'll make you giggle a little bit, fucking throw that out on Hulu. Yeah, no. If, you know, feel better about your no, life. No, it's solid. It's, solid. It's, it's a solid show. I mean, there's a reason uh, it was on for 10 fucking years. Yeah. I'm only, I'm only in, like, season two because we don't watch it that much. But, like, you know, you have those nights where, like, hey, let's watch an episode or two of Justified. Then you have those nights where it's, like, just throw something on funny that can be in the background as we like sit here. Who's been a long day? Mm-hmm. It's the perfect, perfect fucking show for that. I wish I'm married. Sam with ain't kid, doing. Bro. Yeah, you ain't I'm doing sex anymore. With, anyway, I'm married with a kid, bro. My life ain't like that. After y'all rest, had that, the rest of you that, single, the rest of you motherfuckers that are single and or with girlfriends and stuff, like y'all have fun with all your sex and whatnot. You know, this this boy gatekeeping girlfriends right now got me fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Whatever, my girlfriend don't come busting down the steps when we talk about finances around no. here. So. <laughs> That's my point. I still like that hence, shit. So. Hence my point. So my girl heard late. that she was out of town. She was on a business trip and heard Sam talking this shit and just come to bust down the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, one, one no, she heard y'all talking about it. She was she wanted me to yell at y'all for saying she don't make enough money. 
Why the fuck you got us on loud? I don't have you on loud. I don't know how she knew. I don't understand. She legit can't hear us talking. I know. It's hilarious. Like, I don't know. So it's you, Zonta. You got to deal with that problem. Uh, Uh, Also, also, today I started started Archer over season one, episode one. What is that on Hulu? Yeah. Yeah. I do that shit probably once every six months. Just like, oh, I ain't seen Archer in a minute. I'm going to restart that. Yeah, I, I do that same thing. That's a oh, really yeah. good, like, laying in bed with my iPad, like, falling asleep as I'm watching it. That's why I do South Park. That's the type of shit you watch when, you, when your old lady mad at you. Yeah. You're just like, I'm going like, to throw some shit on and going to make yeah. me happy. Yeah, you just you just put on Archer, you jerk <laughs> off one or two times, just go to bed. Dude. Lana, let me tell you something. You don't talk about fucking uh, cartoons that need to get a dick. Lana, <laughs> yeah, we talk about talking about that boy Ray Gillette need to get a dick, Ooh. son. God damn it, Archer. <laughs> uh yeah, if you haven't seen Archer, go watch the shit. If you have is it, seen is Archer, this how you get ants? You don't think it's good. Yes, other Barry, it is how you get ants. Dude, fucking Barry, man. The boy go to Bert. go to space to beat Archer's ass. <laughs> Archer gets in the fucking suit like aliens. God, shout damn. out! Shout I love out that fucking, fucking show. Thunderdome. Or fucking Thunderball. Jazz and Jeremy. Have you guys watched fucking Archer? I have. Yeah, I haven't watched it fully, but I watched okay. it. When we, uh, need to when watch we it. it. We need to look at Archer Megapod one day. We need to sit here and geek out about Archer. Yeah, it's the yeah, dude from it. the Arby's commercials. It is like the <laughs> chef, like H. John Benjamin. Or He's, He's also, also Bob Burgers. But I was gonna Bob say Burgers, the Bob Burgers. But yeah, I don't, it's not funny. But they do that one episode where, like, the season, it's like the first episode, it's like a crossover where he's like, he's he is Bob's Burger. Yeah, like, lost his memory. Like, that's I mean, like Bob's Burger's all right, but like, it's not that going. No, nah, I mean, like, it's okay. It's better than American Dad because American Dad might be the worst fucking show I've ever watched in my life. I don't know about like, the worst, but it ain't good. Nah, it's uh, but Bob's Burger's is good. It's like it's funny, but like once you know that that's the dude from Archer, it's like once you just go watch Archer. That's the it's thing. A thousand times better. And I watched Archer first, so then like I tried watching that, and I was like, "This is not like all I'm mm. thinking in my head is like I just want to watch Archer." Yeah, like when I see the dude doing the Arby's commercials, <laughs> and like, well, I mean, like you see him, and it's like, oh, well, that that guy looks like me. Like he's short and bald, and, and then you hear his like voice, that. you're like, "Oh shit, that's Archer." <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Oh fuck, that's Sterling fucking Archer, son." They have the fucking meats. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hence why I eat at Arby's. Now we've got the brass tacks of I why mean, I eat at Arby's. Archer, Archer ain't good enough to make Arby's good, though. Yeah, he is. That shit fucking I Arby's mean, sauce. Arby's, Ar- hey, uh, no. Curly fries, dude? I was going to say, mm. Arby's, Arby's sauce and curly fries are fine, but I'm just I'm not going to go pay for a roast beef sandwich. No, but dude, you go there and get like the fucking chicken sandwiches banging. Yeah, chicken sandwiches. Brisket right. sandwich is pretty solid. Chicken I got a fish sandwich like- there. I got a Chicken fish sandwich. sandwich there last week that fucking slapped. They got a new fish sandwich. Oh. All right. Well, I mean, like, I can kind of give you a pass for saying it's a once eat that. I thought you were saying it's a once eat based on, like, the roast beef sandwich. Which, like, no, the f- they have the best fries in the game. Arby sauce slaps. And they have, like, this crazy menu of all this random shit. Like, I just feel like, you know what? don't get me wrong. There's plenty of times I go there and get the old beef and cheddar and just enjoy myself with a little horse you know, and sauce. I'm going to I'm not. I'm not going to jump on the train that's a once eat, but, like, I kind of give you a free pass because, like, Arby's, see, Arby's might have the best fries in the game. Yeah, they got the best fries in the game, dude. I'm telling you. slap like a bitch. I mean, <laughs> it it's good, but, like, I just I, – I ain't trying to pay for something I can make in my house for, like, yeah, I get it. Bro. Make, I can't make it that good, cheddar, bro. That beef and cheddar puts you in your own spot for a day and a half. Yeah, but, like – Don't get me wrong. I'm not – listen, 
I, everything makes me shit because of my IBS. So it ain't like I give a fuck about if it Sick. makes me shit. Oh, I, thought, I thought we was talking about the diet while you was pooping. You just got problems. Welcome to oh. episode oh, the 1. Diet makes it worse. C of the Got Me <laughs> Fucked Up podcast. The diet, all these salads just make it 10 times worse because the raw veggies, man. Man, I got a, I got a bet I'm itching to make. I'll tell you what, I haven't lost a fucking pound on this fucking challenge. <laughs> I did. Yet. I lost a bunch, and then there's an RV half a mile from my fucking job, and I gained it all fucking back. <laughs> yeah, I lost in I like lost a week. A, I, I lost a good bit. Somebody, all 13 meals to I've it. put that shit up. I put that shit I back lost, on. I know I have. I lost like eight pounds like immediately, and then I got a girlfriend and went on a golf trip. So <laughs> I lost I lost 15 pounds and basically started working again, and there was an Arby's next door, and fuck it. Dude, I fucking, I mean, I don't know how Jeremy feels about this shit, but I ate like a fucking bitch on this whole golf trip. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll DoorDash fucking 20 chicken McNuggets and two double cheeseburgers. And yell at the DoorDash. Yeah. I mean, I definitely ate. <laughs> that shit had me fucked up. I wish that. All the reason I wish that podcast. The only reason I wish that podcast last week worked is like. <laughs> I go throw the door open. When you threw the door open, where the fuck is my food? Oh, hey, man, what's up? (laughs) That shit got me so fucked up, dude. That night I told Jeremy, I was like, yeah, I'll sleep on the couch in the hotel room because, like, I'm pretty sure this dude's going to come back with a gun and just, like, shoot through the window and, like, you're the bed closest to the window. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was wild, man. shit. All right, so that's what we all did this week. So let's end it on a high note. Yeah, hit that quesalupa, though. Oh, you want to hear about the quesalupa? Absolutely. Right, so before we go to the bed of the week, I'm going to hit you check quesalupa real quick. It's a new thing at Taco Bell. Test so, day, man. It's a chalupa, which is my favorite Taco Bell. What's it, a it's quesalupa? A yeah, it's called a quesalupa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, I'm back. You said it was a quesalupa? Uh, a quesalupa, yeah. Chaz, it's a quesalupa. So it's a so, quesalupa. So, yeah. I want you to imagine a chalupa, which, like I said, it's my favorite thing I talk about. Just say chalupa as much as you can. <laughs> but instead of the normal, like, awesome shell, it's like two of those with cheese in the middle. So that's the quesadilla. So it's, uh-huh. it's two chalupa shells with cheese in it making a quesadilla filled with the um dude i had a i went from six to midnight the minute i bit into this motherfucker. oh my god i did it was so fucking good i'm I'm just gonna give a disclaimer i'm gonna give a disclaimer for the potential audience out there everybody on this podcast is over 250 pounds (laughs) (laughs) there ain't no no skinny healthy motherfuckers midnight boy Dumbing my dick to this fucking talk. <laughs> it was so good. You want to reel us back so in and start explaining food. So. It was so good. I just feel like they keep doing I'm shit. I'm not going to tell you what else I got with it because I ate way too much food at lunch, but just know the Kate's Lupa was real good. <laughs> like we're, coming up, we're coming up on like the two hour mark. I'm telling you, man, every other week though they do, they're like, hey, Chalupa, deep fried, Chalupa, grilled, Chalupa, case of Chalupa. And guess what? It's, it's never Oreos. fucking bad. It's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Chalupa, fish. Fish Chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chalupa chicken sandwich. Like, what yeah. the fuck? And guess what? It was all slap, dude. 
That I don't know what I don't know what makes I don't know what a chalupa is or what that bread. Goddamn is. Taco Bell does because like, them motherfuckers that keep chalupa. That marketing man. What it is is like it's all the same shit as on a regular taco. It's just like that that the shell, shell is it's so got, fucking awesome, dude. Shell. It's it's got, so it's, no, that shell got grease pockets. Is what does it? Dude, it's so good, yeah. man. And then they wrap it in fucking cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's, it's it Oh my god! Dude. And they put I beef and cheese. Case I thought it. Put. I thought it was gonna be whatever, like another just one of them gimmicks, and I was honestly yeah, surprised was... at how good it was. Well, then it's like they do the other thing. It's like we're gonna make a grilled cheese out of anything: grilled cheese burrito, <laughs> grilled cheese taco, <laughs> yeah. grilled cheese chalupa. Like goddamn. Yeah, that grilled cool. cheese chalupa I didn't love. Where I'm they just, had like the cheese see? like melting see? on the outside. That one I didn't love. It tastes Everything. a little funky. Taco Bell like that loop of man. It does. All right, let's shut this bitch down, boys. Uh-huh. Nah. Better the league. Put it all on Michigan to win this whole fucking thing. Nah, Ooh, Michigan, huh? Uh-huh. It's got Jim Harbaugh coaching the basketball team right now. Yep. Yes, sir. Nice. I like it. I like it. I got no bets this week. All right. You should have bet on JT to win the players, but you didn't. I did. So. I, 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 put, I, put, I, got, I, I did. won $50 on that boy on the last day. Nice. nice. Love that. Yeah, I did a bet Sunday morning. They used um, one. I bet a bunch of – I bet like three different I – bet, I bet John Ram like I do every week. And then I That's bet – Rom, Rom, son. It's Rombo, baby. Whatever. He's always got like good odds, but he's like I mean, high enough is... to where I feel like it's going to be okay, but he's still like fifth in line. So, I'm like, oh, plus 900. I'm with a big Shout out top ten. Shout out Sun Devils. Rom never just closes. It just kills me. Yeah, I mean, he he ain't like – I wouldn't bet on him again. No, team. I'm about done. I've bet on like three tournaments in a row, thinking eventually he's going to win me money. He went, he'll win like a weird tournament. Like he'll win like a Honda yeah, Classic. He's going, yeah, like yeah. The one I, like that. the one I don't that's, bet that's on next week, win. baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's the fucking. I won't bear. bet on him, and then he's going to fucking crush it. I would like say that. I don't know what the feel. I know a lot of a lot of players are sitting out the Honda Classic because the Masters is coming up. So, but if, if Rom is playing in the Honda Classic, I would t- t- put empty your life savings, like dip into your kid's college fund and put it on John Rom. And if you lose, fucking tough shit. You should have listened to me. I like it. <laughs> like Lena. I'm not a fucking Lena's, betting expert. <laughs> Eleanor's going to love Uncle Eric in 10 years. <laughs> She's going to love Grand Heavy Ricks. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another successful episode. We'll like, throw on some background music while we shut her down. So, I mean, We're going to take y'all out real good. Come on, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Uh-huh. Mm. Talk about a little Jay-Z. Jay-Z yes. don't sue us. We're broke. It's the best rapper alive right there, baby. No I'll tell you, we, t- it. we over here, we over here hinging on stimmies. I don't need to be soon sued by fucking Jigga. So next week, we are going to do the first ever All Together podcast. Yes, Have ourselves a little beer drinking competition. Talk a little hip hop, talk a little bit of racing, and uh, whatever else comes up because we're going to be in person seeing who can drink the most beers. Yeah, we're going to be It's going to be a nightmare. I recommend y'all. I recommend y'all to the one that's going to be on the Patreon. Patreon for seven ninety nine. Yes, sir. Uh, we're a hundred percent videotaping this one somehow. This one's not free. <laughs> yeah, this shit. This shit gonna be going up on video. I'll tell you, this one's going up tomorrow. Let's do it. All right, y'all. Hey, everybody, good night, good luck, and I love y'all. All All right, fellas. Have a good one. Bye-bye.